Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Today's Rich Show podcast is brought to you by Jameson Cask Mates, IPA and Stout Edition. Try them both and get your drinking buddies together with a beer and a shot. Jameson Cask Mates. Rizzuto. 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 The Good morning, everybody. Hey! Hey, 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 good morning. hey Tony! <laughs> All right. <laughs> you can't sing for three months, but that's okay. Oh, no. I, I, was, I was going to say Riz and then realized that's silly. I enjoyed that. You would have had to yell really, really loud to get all the way to the East Coast with that. <laughs> well, right before we went on air, I said, uh, I guess, uh, is anybody going to do the Hey Riz? And Jeff goes, we don't need to do it. And Moon goes, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> and you did a Hey and, Tony instead. And, and that's what happened. Uh, good morning. What's up? Patrico, Jeff Burton over there. How you doing? All right. How are you, sir? We got Moon. I'm great, man. We got good, Moon Man good, over there. Good, What's up, buddy? Yeah. And uh, of course, King Scott. Energy uh, Good up. morning. Oh, boy. I guess, uh, <laughs> is this something new? A new yeah. Persona, I was trying, trying to, it out. I need a radio voice, so I was working uh, on no, it. No, I don't think you do. <laughs> Are you wearing a Texas flag? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that? Well, it's Tank Top Tuesday, and I've never seen that one on him before. Yes, the chat room. I like of, it. The, I got a new one. Huh? The chat room, of course, was like, uh, with no Riz, are you guys still doing Tank Top Tuesday? And yeah. we don't do Tank Top Tuesday for Riz or because Riz doesn't like it. We do Tank Top Tuesday because it's Tuesday. And Tuesdays are for tank tops. <laughs> and it's the summer of tanks. It is the summer of tanks. That continues. I love when I'm out and about and somebody sees me in a tank top and they go, man, you're full on in this, aren't you? I'm like, hey, summer <laughs> of tanks. Yeah, man. I only wear, uh, I mean, I uh, I only eat tacos, drink tequila, and wear tank tops on Tuesdays. So you here's here's a question yeah. for you. This is kind of your baby, this whole tank top thing. Yeah. Because uh, you're a supermodel status now. That, that is incorrect. Um, but <laughs> how, how far are we taking this tank top Tuesday? We, until the official last day of summer, then we move on? Or have you given it any thought? 
Why do we have to end it on summer? Yeah. What, what's the last day of summer? September 23rd? Something like that. I don't yeah. know. Ish. I don't know. Something like that. I believe so. Well, if the new studio, which we're going to be moving into very, very soon, is as cold as this one is in the winter, I ain't walking around in a tank top. I can it's tell you usually, that right It's now. usually warm in here. Yeah. Well, at least in here, it's warm during the during the uh, winter Mm-mm. months. Oh, in the, in the winter? Yeah. Oh, during the summer. Out of here. It's always cold. Well, I mean, it's it's colder, but... I don't know. Does anybody else hear like a buzzing? Yes. Yeah, it happened yesterday too. And it sounds like there's a fan. Yeah, and while, yeah. while we were talking, it went away. I don't know if you hit something or, or unhit I, I something, but uh, everything seems to be in order. Uh, Moon, you said that uh, Tuesdays are for tank tops, uh, for tacos, and for what else? And tequila. Yeah. You got it, yeah. Let's do that then. Well, Man, I can't hear this and not think of uh, Sandlot. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Pee Wee Herman, Herman too. Sandlot, yeah. Pee Wee Herman was in Sandlot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, way I in the background. No. In the bleachers. Oh, you know what? Uh, uh, what was her name that was the celebrity birthday yesterday? The uh, Catherine Hahn or something like that? Yeah. I watched uh, um, Afternoon Delight. Have you guys ever seen that? <laughs> no, but you watched it yesterday because you went on the website and you saw somebody's lady parts. Yeah, it was her, her lady parts actually. It's two, was it yesterday? Oh, what yesterday, a coincidence! That was yesterday. Like, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, it was. It's actually a pretty good movie. And that that whatever her name is, <laughs> Catherine Hahn or whatever, mm-hmm. she is like we said yesterday. Sometimes she can be smoking hot in that movie, right? And then other like there's there's a couple of sex scenes, and she you know. Has her shirt off, and you can see her stuff down here yes. at, at one point. Her Merkin. And she's that person that she does the nudity, but it's not in a glamorous, like, sexy way. It's like she has her boobs out while they're having intercourse because that's what's happening when you have intercourse. You know what I mean? It wasn't, like, salacious. You uh-huh. know what I'm trying to say? Not really. I know that's a big word to you. I apologize. <laughs> but, like, she does the nudity, but not in a... <sighs> It's, it's she in does a normal nudi- way. She does the nudity for the purpose of the movie, not the nudity to be yeah, sexy. Like, like if Mila Kunis is doing a, a sex scene, uh, she's not going to have her boobs out, which is unnatural when you're having sex, mm-hmm. right? Because she's Mila Kunis. She probably has a no nudity uh, thing in her, her contract. This young lady, this this gal, she has them out. But it's not to be salacious and sexy. It's because that's what's real. That's, that's and what I appreciate that in an actress. You know what I mean? I, I, I hear you, yeah. Jeff. I just think it's funny that yesterday we talked about Catherine Hahn. You went on Google, you found out she did a nude scene, and then had to watch the movie. No, that's that's it's exact opposite. I watched the movie first, and then I went back and went, "Oh, is it this girl that we're talking about with the birthday?" And he just went back. And went, yeah, you went back and I just confirmed. watched the respectful nude scenes. Right, exactly. A whole bunch of times because that's all it was yeah. for. It wasn't like to be. Yeah. Well, it's kind of funny, Central. Moon, that you mentioned that uh, you know. Tuesdays is for tacos and tank tops and tequila because today, ladies and gentlemen, National Tequila Day. Hey, yeah. look at that! Yeah. 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 Tequila well, Day. I mean, we should. So, um, I guess tomorrow's going to be you're really hungover and calling in work because you're sick day. Because if you go out and you celebrate National Tequila Day, it doesn't end well. No. Like anybody that celebrates National Tequila Day, you're not feeling great tomorrow. Mm-mm. But uh, there are some fun little stats here for National Tequila Day. 76% of Americans say that they did margaritas. Who's down with a margarita right oh, now? I, I'll have one. Mm, okay. you, did you make well, some? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you going to pull them out of your pockets? I didn't make any. I, and I, I'm, mm. Technically, I would love a margarita, but uh, do you like it? Uh, on the rocks, or do you like it frozen? I like it on the rocks. On rocks. the rocks, yeah, rocks. Yeah, that's the way. It's easier to drink. That's yeah. the way I do it too. And 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 honestly, there's something about it that takes it from 
wow, this is a frou-frou drink that it should have an umbrella in it to like, hey, I can drink this at a bar. Once you start putting it in that blender and start uh-huh. doing the whole frozen margarita. Yeah. 67% of people say that they just rather have a frozen one over one on the rocks. Wait, you think the frou-frou is, is the rocks? No, no I think the frou-frou opposite. is a frozen. Oh, frozen okay, with okay. the umbrella yeah. in it and the... You know, all gotcha. of a sudden you're doing fancy pink salt around the rim. If you and like it, there's no such thing as fruit. Just drink what you want. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. I, I think I suffer Especially from this. Especially after six or seven. I'm just drink whatever you <laughs> want, man. I don't care. <laughs> I, I love drinks. you guys. Man. I, I definitely suffer from this. 24% of people have trouble drinking only one of them. That's yeah, this guy right here. Yeah. I could have probably two or three. And then all of a sudden, not only do I start feeling it as far as the booze, but... I start getting the man, my teeth hurt from all the sweetness. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you going to go back to drinking when you can drink again or no? Because you no got to go, what, a year? Yeah, no idea. Wait, wait, wait. You got to so. you you go a year. I know you can't have beer. I, I got to go a year with no booze, and I can never have beer again. Right, I knew that. Yeah, so I have to go a full year without drinking any type of booze, huh. which I have not missed a single second of. What, what so. does that mean? I mean, I shouldn't say what does that mean. Why Why because of what you had the gastric sleeve? Mm-hmm. Why can you not put alcohol in because of that? A, because my stomach is changing almost every day, and it's still probably not fully healed. Like, internally, my stomach is not fully healed, which is why, like, when I eat something or drink water too fast, it hurts. Oh, so it's still raw because on it's the still, inside. it's still adjusting to okay. my body. And second, because they just removed 80% of my stomach. So my tolerance is, there There was a, I read a, an article online, some guy had the same exact surgery. He would drink a case of beer a night. Damn. A case of beer a night. We're still adjusting to your body, by the way. Okay, right, thank absolutely. you. Absolutely. I can barely uh, broadcast over here. It's so good. <laughs> so 24 beers a night, and this guy did it for, he said, years upon years upon years. Had the surgery, and then about three weeks into the surgery, which is ridiculous because you're just back on solid foods then, three weeks into the surgery, he had half a glass of wine and passed out because he was blackout drunk. Wow. So it's so changes. it's partly because your stomach is still recovering, but also because your your tolerance will be way down. Mm-hmm. And they and they just want you to wait. And plus, they say that booze is empty calories. Oh, well, I mean, sure, yeah, yeah. So sure. so they want you to wait. So did you say it's a uh, it's National Margarita Day or Tequila? Tequila. Day. Oh, good. Because I'm I'm the, I don't I don't like the sugar so much, you know. But mm-hmm. man, if I'm if I'm if you're if you're offering a, a nice high quality shot and you're willing to pay for something other than you know the the, the garbage. Tequila is my go-to. I'm the now, same would, way. Will it be just shots, or do you drink tequila just like sipping it out of a glass or something like that? I don't that? think I've ever I have a, sipped it. I have I a sister-in-law who who's, who got off of like you know beer and stuff like that, and she just she sips a really good tequila. She'll just sit there and sip it while everybody else is drinking. Is that normal? Her, I, I don't know. That's I've never one heard of that. the reasons why I'm me either. But yeah, it, that's the first. If time it's I've a ever really that. good tequila, yeah, which sounds she, good. That's how she does it. Yeah. I've had it before, and it's good. You know, I just can't see myself sitting around just sipping tequila all no, the time. Yeah, there's all there's all those tequila jokes about how that's that's the thing that's gonna get everybody to the floor one tequila two tequila three tequila floor but man first good shot i ever had somebody you know offered it and whoa that's actually way better than all this stuff yeah that i had previously tried that's my jam i I think if it has the worm in the bottom of it it's not exactly a sipping tequila i don't think i think it's a shooting tequila i'm the same exact way when it comes to like if you go to a bar and you go hey let's do a shot of tequila and they go uh, what kind of tequila do you want? And somebody goes, I don't, it doesn't matter. Yes, like, it does. Yeah, it does matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because if you take a shot of Patron compared to a shot of, you know, Tio Pepe's or whatever it is, I mean, you're going to feel the difference the next day. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not even necessarily that night, but the next day you are definitely going to feel the difference. 
I can't believe this, but only four percent four percent of people said that they've never even had a margarita. Hmm. Only four? Yeah, I thought it would be more than that. Oh, that wow. haven't had it? Yeah, because of the sugar. And yeah, but only four percent of people. So yeah. who knows? But if you're having a tequila today to celebrate National Tequila Day, just uh, just already call your boss and tell him you're not coming in tomorrow. <laughs> Think of us. So this is crazy. St. Louis has made another list, everybody. Okay. Yes, it's going to be great. That's good. Best grass. Nope. No. Flat flat flowers. Flowers? Yeah. yeah. Could be. So check this out. They looked at 62 of the biggest cities, and they picked the best and the worst cities to live in. Finally, we made the best list. Yes. Uh, Number one. 56 different factors. Okay. Oh, wait. No, our list is best not live in that. You best not live in that city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 56 different factors, including uh, affordability, job opportunities, education, commute time, things to do, weather, and crime. So, my first question to you guys, and we'll go around the room, starting with Jeff. Good list or bad Bad list? list. Moon? Yeah, bad. Scott? I would say we would have been on a good list had it not been for weather. And that crime thing (laughs) seems to be an issue here. You guys are all 100% correct. We did not make the good list. We'll touch the good list first. Anybody have any idea as far as the 10 best cities to live in? I will take your answers now. Um, 10 best cities to Seattle, live in. Seattle, Portland, San Francisco. Time, time out. Seattle is number one. Oh, really? Good job. Yep. Have you guys been Thanks. there? Has anyone traveled there? I have not. Get out of here. Seattle. So Seattle is number one. Any other guesses? Um, oh, we're talking about San homeless. Francisco. Yeah, I bet Portland. San Francisco's on there. Portland is on Portland? there. Yeah, or San Fran is Damn, in the really? top list. Yeah, mm-hmm. that just popped into my Minneapolis. Head. This is bogus. Uh, Man, you've been to like three not... neighborhoods in San Francisco, and granted, they're yeah. all the worst. They're na- on the that coast. town just uh, from those alone is one of the worst. Towns yeah, that America. one spot. Oh, it's Scott's talking about this. Uh, <laughs> there's a a venue in San Francisco that I'm pretty sure is on one of the most dangerous. And corners. it's called the Warfield, right? Yeah, I think so. It's one of the most dangerous corners in the country. And the first five minutes that we were there, there was a gal uh, going to on our bus tire. Oh, great. Yeah. Then there was two or three drug deals within an hour cool. at our bus. Saw someone smoke crack? Yeah, and then our friend was shot at in, in a group yeah, right behind our bus at. at the end of the, uh, at the, end sounds, of the show. Yeah, shot at is nothing. Just well, I mean, the direction. gun went off and no one was hit. All right, and that was it, but it's also connected in a to their luxury neighborhood, like that one with all the fancy stores. Yeah, we're it's right. in the same district. I know that, but that's, that's just a that luxury one district. Oh, you're judging. Yeah, go to Rodeo. That doesn't well, happen. Guess yet. what, Scott? It doesn't matter because uh, it made this list. You know, they're wrong. Where else? Let's go. Minneapolis. Minneapolis, not on this. Phoenix. List. Phoenix. Oh nope. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. There's, there's a couple no more. Park. There's a couple more California uh, cities on here. San Diego. San Diego is on there. Um, <sighs> another San. Jose. San Jose is on there. Yeah. Okay. Come up. I don't know how I figured that out. Uh, also on the uh, best cities, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Oh. Ooh. Something in North Carolina? Like Wilmington or something? Nope. Somewhere in Texas? Uh, Austin. Who said Austin? I did, I did, I did. Jeff, you're right, buddy. Thanks, Austin. man. Austin? Yeah. Hawaii? There's a place in Hawaii? Honolulu. Springfield. You got it? No. No. Scott, No. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, Colorado. Springfield. Denver. Colorado Springs. <laughs> Colorado Springs. And for some reason, New York City. Of uh, course. And they said there's job like job opportunities. All mm-hmm. that was part. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. So now. Living, commutes. Here right. comes the best list. Or the worst list. I'm sorry. We have Santa Ana, California. 
<laughs> well, wait, so this is worse. Uh, Bakersfield's on there. Bakersfield is not on here. Really? Wow. Detroit. No. Detroit, number one. Yeah, yeah. good job, yeah. Detroit. Right. Them. Uh, Memphis. We're number two, I bet. Memphis, number two. Whoa. I bet Memphis is number Flint two. Flint is in there. Flint is not in wow, there. Wow, it fell off the list. These are big, big cities. Baltimore? I don't think they would uh, consider that a huge oh, yeah. city. Baltimore, Baltimore so number four. Yeah. I like that town, too. Cleveland. Yeah. Hey, Cleveland, look. number three. Cleveland is number three yeah, for worst cities? That's what yeah. I heard. Yeah, we're coming up. Yeah. We're getting better. St. Louis is four. Coming in at number five, St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah! yeah we're, we're not in the uh, top five. We're not in the top four. But who's four? Uh, four was Baltimore. So the, the top ten as far as the worst cities, Detroit, Memphis, Cleveland, Baltimore, St. Louis, Indianapolis, Tulsa, Milwaukee, New Orleans, Santa Ana, California. Wow. Wow, interesting. Indianapolis, though, yeah. is, yeah, is really like coming up as well. That's like a hot spot now. Hey, we made a list, guys. It's true. And again, remember, this is because of job opportunity, affordability, education, commute time, things to do, weather, and crime. But one thing that these lists always do is they just look at the metro. They just look at St. Louis City. Mm. Yeah. So you can't like if you. So if they're, you not would, counting, they're not if, counting Six Flags. If you would go, if you would go on vacation right now, <laughs> anybody would go on vacation. He would go to let's say Cancun, and somebody says, "Hey man, where are you from? What do you say?" St. Louis. You say St. Louis. Yeah. And immediately people go, "Whoa, ho, ho, ho. wow, look at you! I see you guys, most dangerous city in the world." And go, "I live 48 minutes away from St. Louis, mm-hmm. where literally you could probably have your doors unlocked 90 percent of the week." Man, I remember growing up in Fenton, my dad, you know, he would pull up in his truck and uh, the next morning when he'd go to leave, his his like driver's side door would be standing open. Like he wouldn't even lock it so much. He wouldn't as, even shut it? No, there was times when he even, of course, he was probably How you doing? very tired. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I remember many, you know, there's the storm door and then there's the inside door mm-hmm. of your friend. But I remember many, many mornings I'd wake up and the inside door would just be standing open. You oh, know, yeah. Uh, that, talking mean, Fenton in the... 40s when I was growing up, there was no crime. Whatsoever. I mean, when I was growing up in in Florissant, and you know, 15, 20 years ago, uh, I would wake up in the morning and the and the front door would be open, the yeah. screen door would be locked, like that would prevent somebody from coming in. Right. I mean, oh, here's the mesh screen. I can't go <laughs> into that house. Well, I better go to a different house. Uh, somebody brings up a good point. No Chicago on the t- on the top ten they, worst. You'll notice they're never in the top ten worst ever. Really? Because they're one of the few cities you always combine all the the metro area and all that stuff. Okay, I get what you're saying. And it's so almost the, always so notorious. The burbs, you hear the about burbs that? Are gonna, yeah, right. and these are almost always notorious to Chicago paper writing this stuff. By the way, get out of here! It is ridiculous. I don't know God, where you that's from. You're such a conspiracy. Theorist, I am. Man. Yeah, man. But I'll put Everybody's money on against that you. Companies in Chicago. Hey, but guess what? Top five and something's pretty damn good. Yeah, it is. Whether it hey. be crime or not, we we rocked the top five. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. We'll have, uh, after the break, your Team Riz member of the day and all that fun stuff, including uh, some uh, some fun facts for you to walk into work with and uh, share with all of your coworkers at, around the water cooler. Make you sound real smart. Make you sound real smart. And now, here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. And today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day is from Granite City, Illinois, Kim Edelman. Yeah, Kim! Kim says that she should be a Team Riz member because she listens faithfully every day and thinks that we are the best on radio. She's right. 
She loves all the segments, but most of all, we make her laugh. In fact, she's been seen laughing in the car and rolled down her window to encourage others to listen so they can laugh as well. She was rolling her window down because she farted. Probably. (laughs) She is so glad to have found the show because it makes every day entertaining. She said, quote, I'd like Tony to know one of my co-workers is best friends with his cousin that lives down by the river. Okay. Good to know that. I guess my cousin is Matt Foley, who lives in a van down by the river. (laughs) If one of us had a cousin that lived in a van or was homeless or something like that, who would it be out of the five of us? It would be Moon, and it's Scott who lives in his basement. (laughs) No, for real. Good point. I think it would be Scott. I am homeless. It would be Scott. Technically, I am homeless. And the the only reason I actually had one. That's why I'm saying. The, The only reason I say that is because of all the stories you guys tell as far as um your your family and all the country living yeah. and you know the stories of oh uh, yeah he was 13 and was driving a truck around uh, okay. that's not weird nah yeah but i mean like i think farm. i think a 13 year old that drives a truck would end up in a homeless <laughs> if we had to pin somebody i would say it would you be talking your... bad about my family no, you are. You'd normally. You talk bad about our <laughs> no, family. I'm, I'm not talking bad about them. I'm just describing the past. Okay. How are you uh, talking bad? I'm, it's just reality. <laughs> I'm just stating facts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want to sign up for Team Riz, all you got to do is go to 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. So what makes the perfect day? And I mean, I'm talking the absolute perfect day. According to science, the uh, well, not science, the average person, they say they have 15 perfect days a year. I definitely cannot say that. I don't think I've had a perfect day. I mean, I I've had a lot of really sweet on what days. The definition of a perfect day is, I guess. Well, here's what they found out. They, they had a study. They asked 2,000 people to break down their idea of a perfect day, and they came up with this formula. Now, you guys, tell me if you think this is the perfect day. First off, you wake up at 8.15 in the morning. Or for some of us, if you just wake up. Or wake up, period. Period, yes. Number two, it's 74 degrees out, and you get to spend at least three hours outside. All right, so far, so good. I'm down with that. I think that's that's Eight-something is good because it's not as early as during the week, but it's not like, hey, I woke up and it's time for lunch. Right. Yeah. Yep. You see two friends and spend three hours socializing. Now, again, it could be friends of your choosing. It doesn't have to be like, oh, great, I see Jeff at Walmart, and I'm going to hang out with him for an hour. Three it hours? could be like, hey, we're actually going to go do something. We're so gonna... I could pick like someone else that I have who has really cool friends. I could pick their friends yeah, and hang out with yeah, okay. yeah, Jeff, think about it on a Saturday, okay? <laughs> you could knock out two of these things. Uh, you know, you spend at least three hours outside, and you see two friends. You get together with two guys, and you, the three of you go riding bikes. We just go kick it or something? You just go riding, riding cycles. Riding cycles, sure. It's three hours to spend with somebody uh, with a friend on the weekend is a long time. I, I agree, but if you think about uh-huh. it, if you go out, I mean, let's say what you're doing. Let's yeah. say I go out with a bunch of friends. We go to a bar. I get there at nine. We leave at midnight. Yeah, you know that is true. Uh, Why are you leaving so early? I, I'm just What's going on. Why is it always got to be alcohol with you, Tony? I saw, I saw a meme <laughs> yesterday. It reminded me of you, by the way. Uh, okay. It said, "When I was a kid, all I did was try and sneak out of my house to go to parties, and now as an adult, I sneak out of parties to go back to my house." <laughs> that made you think of me. Yeah. Other than the, the sneaking movie. out of the house to go to the parties part, you got it. <laughs> uh, number four on this list here is you spent four hours with your family. That seems like a lot to me, but I, at the same time, 
perfect day? Again, again, I'm thinking in the back of my head, and, and of course I'm sure you guys are too, spending four hours with your family is you, your family, in a room four hours. Right. But I think they could say, like, if you're sitting on the couch watching TV, your wife's with you, and your kids are going are playing in the other room, that's still being with your family. Well, for or me, those three have, hours. Yeah, when you have teenagers, it's she's outside watering the plants and the teenagers are upstairs sleeping. Yeah. And it's one o'clock in the afternoon. Well, I'm just saying, I would knock out the three hours outside within the four hours of playing with the kids. Yeah. Knock them all out. I know, yeah. I know. Some, some, 74 degrees. Somebody in the chat room says, a blues win has got to be in there somewhere. This yeah. is a national survey. I mean, that would be a very nice day. Yeah. Uh, you spend one hour exercising, two hours reading, three hours watching TV, three hours listening to music, and four hours of relaxation. I just did the math. We're at 34 hours so far. <laughs> and... and <laughs> And to me, now you're putting a, a schedule. Day. Now you're putting a schedule and a timeline on things. Yeah. And now my perfect day is gone. My perfect day is I wake up at you know eight fifteen a.m. and I got zero plans. And whatever happens, happens. And it's not eight hundred degrees outside. Perfect day for me. I feel like I did something productive that provided for my family. I did something productive for me. Mm-hmm. I got a nap that was uninterrupted. You know, when I woke up, I actually felt better rather than worse, which mm-hmm. happens most of the time. Uh, hang with the kids outside. Weather's great. Dog didn't chew anything. Yeah, I think we're I think we're there. What's wrong? I, did, I didn't make part of that. Yeah, you're a part of it. <laughs> okay, you. You're out there swimming in the pool. Said dog didn't chew anything. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you spend a total of two hours eating, and you're back in bed by ten fifty. So I, I don't know where you're going to get all this time. I mean, that seems like a lot to be jam packed into a single day, but. I mean, if you add all it up, it comes up to twenty-five hours. So I, I don't understand where they're getting that extra hour. Do you guys, can you guys literally, honestly say? And I, I know, and this is not a shot at you, Tony. I just know this is something you enjoy. Three hours of TV in one day. You 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 say a lot that you don't watch a lot of TV, but I you really are the don't. exception. I think. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think if, if, you, are, if you kind of blues game. You know, it's about three hours-ish, yeah, there you hour go. two hours or whatever, then yes, but man, I can't see that. You're also not can't a person that is ever at their house. Yeah. You are very rarely at home. I think any chance that you can to get on the bike and go somewhere or get out and do something, you are you are never at or home. Just be on the deck as opposed to inside where there's a TV. Yeah, right. Yeah. And and I'm not saying why well, I'm Mr. Superior because I don't watch TV. I just don't have that much of an attention span, I think. And I think that's one of the reasons why I don't remember stuff. You know how you guys always give me trouble about Jeff's not going to remember. That? I just don't have the attention span. I think it's what it is. Speaking of attention span. Hey, when'd you get here? <laughs> what do you What do you do when you sit on the deck? Uh, you know what? I'm on the computer a lot, but a lot of times I'm just staring out into the woods. What are you doing on the computer? Uh, watching Netflix at times. That's TV, well, that's TV but man? not much. Not much. Yeah, but I'm saying that's most that's of the, the time same it's reading thing. news. So if you want to do, if you want to call that watching a screen, I guess so. So yeah. it's ninety ninety three degrees, uncomfortable enough. You're home alone after work. You're not going to take a nap. Instead of sitting inside or doing something while the TV's on, you go to the deck? I'll either go to the deck or go for a run or a hike or, a, or something like that, yeah. But on the deck, 94 degrees, on your computer or just kind of sitting? The, during the day? Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, I won't do that during the day. I'm just talking about like at night, I'm, I'm out on the deck. Okay. Like in the evening. Kind of thing. Interesting. Come by, man, you really should. I, this is the first invite. I know, wow. I'm not saying when, just come by. <laughs> and he's not giving you the address, you just know Eureka. I'm right at the corner, as you know, if you're not invited and don't come over. You know, right there. <laughs> no, you're more than welcome to come over anytime I'm out there, seriously. <laughs> Stop it. 
So again, all this adds up to 25 hours. So obviously there's some overlap here, but they even made a point in the study to say that almost everybody in this study said that they can knock out almost all this list at a bar. Eating, hanging with family, Sitting friends, outside. watching TV, enjoying outside on a patio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is, there is almost everything that could be knocked out on that list by going to a bar or a patio or something like that. So, wow. Just think about what you just said. You, we, we could do our quote-unquote perfect day in a bar. Yeah. yeah. Not remember remembering any of it. Yeah. Damn yeah. America. Maybe yeah, I've had right. some perfect days. I just don't remember. <laughs> That's what the police report said. Uh, here's some stuff that you can uh, take to work with you, and you could sound like you're real smarts when you walk in and you're sitting there in the break room. Uh, we like to call these just little Neat. facts, okay? The correct way to eat caviar. Does anybody know the actual correct way to eat caviar? Any guesses? Uh, you would think on a cracker, because that's what you always see on TV, but I guess that's probably wrong. That buzzer says wrong. Uh, with a spork? That's incorrect as well. Moon, do you have oh, a guess I or not? Just open the thing and uh, write down. Oh, it's not correct either. What about just putting it on like a Mexi Melt? That, I don't think Mexi Melt has made this list either. <laughs> the cereal. correct way to eat it, and, and this is weird. Try it. I mean, this is weird. The correct way to eat it is to put it on the back of your hand between your index finger and your thumb. Hmm. And then, all right. Weird, right? That is weird. That is. That's neat. Yep. Hmm. Does anybody know that Cookie Monster has a real first name? Yeah, Eduardo? No. No, it's oh, not Eduardo. It's something like that. Cookie Monster's name is? George. Sid. Apparently they revealed it in a 2004 episode of Sesame Street that his real name is Sid. Which I don't trust him now. I don't know why. I just don't trust it. Sid Monster? Sid Monster. Excuse me. Sid, can you stop eating cookies, Mr. Monster? When he was born, his name was Sid. Cookie Monster's actually just a nickname. What a weirdo. In (laughs) Greece, Portugal, Spain, Latin American countries... Kids are taught that there are how many continents? Um, four, maybe? Six. Oh, really? They just say the Americas. Oh, okay. So they just lump them together. Instead of saying North and South, it's just the Americas. There are six NCAA sports where you either get a full scholarship or absolutely nothing. They are not allowed to give partial scholarships, and those include football, basketball, women's gymnastics, women's volleyball, and women's tennis. My God, that is the neatest thing I have ever heard. And and (laughs) you are legally allowed to mail a live pheasant through the U.S. mail. Can we try this? But only between April and August. And that reason. is reason wow. for. That's really neat. That's a long time. A live pheasant. You don't know why though. This those yeah, particular. I, I guess maybe the temperature. I, I don't know. But you would think that. I mean, June gets hot. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. I really. That is one that I really truly do not get. Maybe it's just one of those goofball laws that hasn't been taken off the books because no one except for Tony Patrico is going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I found it interesting. Well, it is interesting. I'm just saying no one's going to recognize that that law even exists. When's the last time somebody went and said, excuse me, I have a question. I have this live pheasant, and I'm not really sure <laughs> on what I can and can't do shipping-wise. I have a friend in Bangor, Maine that really needs this live pheasant. Go, <laughs> How do I get it to them? They're going to go, listen, guys, you have no problem. We have no problem you shipping this. 
Ooh, it's March 30th. He doesn't You're going to have to wait. He doesn't <laughs> need it until November the 12th. Yeah. Well, you better know. You can't do it. Damn. You want to overnight this? You want to slow roll it? <laughs> I just love the fact that it's, it could go through U.S. mail. Yeah. So, like, what are they going to put, like, you know, the penny saver and then the pheasant just right there in the box? Put it on your front doorstep. Give a little. Got your pheasant out here. Pheasant's here. <laughs> Moon sent you a pheasant. Oh, I got a note. Oh, I missed a package. <laughs> a live pheasant is waiting for me at the office. You're right. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> job ready or prepare to transfer to a four-year university. With tuition that's one-third the cost of a public four-year college, STLCC is a smart choice. Fall sessions are open and filling up fast. Enroll today at pathtostlcc.com. I was thinking last night that uh, we're only a couple of months away. It's funny because I was, I was thinking this after watching the Cardinals game or watching the Cardinals game a little bit, that we're only a couple of months away from Blues hockey, which we're all very, very excited about with the new roster of the Blues, blah, blah, blah. I am so excited about getting back to Hot Shots to watch hockey. Hot Shots Sports Bar and Grill, all the games, all the time. Riz and I are there all the time for your guys' night outs, a few ladies' nights sprinkled in here and there. And I know we got another guys' night out uh, scheduled for the first, second week of uh, of August coming up. But if you have a lunch date today, if you have a lunch meeting today, I suggest you do it at Hot Shots. And there's a, a gazillion different locations. And if you do, you take your meeting at Hot Shots. First of all, you can write the thing off. Second of all, they got free Wi-Fi there, so you can get your computer set up. And you got the TVs everywhere, just in case you want to take a break from your meeting. You got pretty girls bringing you food. You got pretty girls uh, bringing you a drink as well. The bartenders got to give themselves a nice, healthy, heavy pour there as well. And the food is so good. The pizzas, the burgers, the wings, everything there is fantastic. If you just want to go watch a sporting event, they have flat screens everywhere around the entire place. And again, hot shots locations everywhere. Illinois side, Missouri side, east, west, south north everywhere you can find them so one of manchester which i love very very much as well my favorite one of my favorites is the one in fenton it's hot shot sports bar and grill all the games all the time hi this is chris Catan. you're listening to the rizzuto okay hi this is chris Catan. you're listening to the rizzuto show happy birthday riz here's the riz show every time i hear that i just think about Chris Kattan in studio, and it makes my stomach hurt, to be honest with you. You talking about episode one? Episode one. Episode two was great. Episode one, oh boy. That was one of the most exciting days in my professional radio career. It was uncomfortable, and it was fantastic radio. Exactly. It was, it was so great. Uncomfortable and fantastic. Yeah. Um, so uh, people were asking uh, when or if we're doing real or fake picks today. The cans are up there at 1057thepoint.com slash cans. With Riz coming back tomorrow, we're holding off, and we're going to make the picks tomorrow. So just uh, you could go online right now. You can make your picks, but our official picks will be made tomorrow. Now, speaking of real or fake, the 28-hour Radiothon starts on Thursday at 10 a.m., the same time that our 24-hour punishment, our lock-in at Gingham's on 70 and 94 right there. That is when uh, our punishment starts. Myself, Jeff Burton, and Moon will be locked inside of the Gingham's for 24 hours. And I saw somebody hit us up on social media about this. It is open to the public. Like, we're not going to be, like, stored away or, like, put in the back room. Like, we will be right there for you to come say hey, come shake our hands, whatever you want to do. We are going to be up there taking donations for song requests and, of course, for silly things. So, again, that is a 94 and 70 right there in St. Charles. Is that St. Charles or St. Peter's? Do we know? Um, You know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know either. 
think uh, it's technically St. Charles. All I know, though, is Gingham's is really stepping up because 20% of every single check while we're there for that 24 hours will go back to the Radiothon. So, so fantastic. Crazy. Really awesome. Yeah. And uh, thank you to Gingham's for stepping up and doing this. It's one of those, it's uh, the, the, one of the cool things besides raising the money, obviously, and this is part of how we're going to raise this money, is that this is one of those. Um, punishments where people can be involved like you know team riz members and just listeners of the program and of the radio station can come out and be a part of this like come out to gingham's and hang with us and break bread with us if you will and, and all that's going to do is help donnie raise money yeah it's going to be a great time and uh yeah, it's, about great it, well it's going to be a great it's going to be a great <laughs> time gonna raising time. money it's going to be a time it's going to be a great time raising money for donnie and the radiothon which you know we're usually in studio and having a good time with them i think you know who's going to have the best time during all of this riz when he doesn't have to deal with us for oh, that's you know, true. 24 yeah. hours yeah, he did mention that he said he was going to stop by and have and have lunch or dinner with us but we'll see <laughs> who knows he better bring the belt he he Ooh. better bring the belt <laughs> tomorrow we make our picks probably right around 8 30 when riz returns uh jeff now has your crap on celebrities the risotto show crap on celebrities it's brought to you by amco ranger termite and pest solutions protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. What movie came out 20 years ago today? Today? Yes. 20 years ago. 20 years ago today. Can you give us a genre? 24th. Uh, it's a movie about wartime. Oh, uh, Shin- Hearts War. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, Saving Private Saving Ryan. Saving Private Ryan came out 20 <laughs> years ago today. I think Bruce Willis was in that. <laughs> I don't think he was. Now, don't get it confused with the 2002 cinematic uh, a masterpiece of Shaving Ryan's Privates. That yeah, came out in 02. 02, so okay. Completely different. Especially the opening scene. Completely different. <laughs> uh, Pete Davidson has deleted everything from his Instagram account as of yesterday. Is it over between the two of them already? No, he just wants to get off of social media. No, I think somebody told him to. He and Ariana Grande are fine. Don't worry. Uh, he says that he's just over it for a little while. He says there's nothing wrong. He just doesn't want to be on social media anymore. Quote, the internet is an evil place and it doesn't make me feel good. Uh, quote, when should I, uh, why should I spend any time on a negative energy when my real life is effing lit, man? Oh, man. That's deep. I, yeah. I like that dude. I hate him with her. I'm really? sorry. I just do. I think it's fantastic because it gives everybody hope. Oh, that ugly dudes can hook up a smoking hot chick? Not ugly, but you know what I mean? By Hollywood standards, quote unquote, he's just an everyday guy. I think he's a real goofy looking dude. I mean, he's got some, he's got very like predominant features that make him look real goofy. Yeah. And to score Ariana Grande, how you doing? Yeah. It's love is what it is, you guys. It's not up to us. It's love. (laughs) (laughs) The heart ones with the heart ones. And does it work better if you live in New York and she lives in L.A.? Is it easier to make your relationship work out better? Are they, is that the way they are? I, would, I think she's in. I think so because he's. Well, just, he probably lives in both places. Yeah, they just got a place together. I know they moved in together. Okay. Yeah, I saw him wearing her ponytail the other day. It was hilarious. Cute. Yeah. You know the you know the ponytail she always yeah, has. Right. He was wearing it. It was funny. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy star Chris Pratt and uh, Zoe Saldana uh, spoke out yesterday, and they are defending and on the side of writer director James Gunn being fired over uh, some old. Tw- they are against him being fired, let me make clear. Neither one of them uh, took a hard stance, really, but Chris tweeted, and I quote, a Bible verse, James 119. Scott, if you want to tell us what that is real quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one right after James 118. Yep. Uh, quote, understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, let every person be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. 
And then she said, it's been a challenging weekend. I'm not going to lie. I'm pausing myself to take everything in before I speak out of turn. So I what? guess they're not That's exactly not, she, she slamming didn't take a stand. Huh? She didn't take a stance. I don't think she did, no. Yeah, I thought you said she did take a stance Well, for they him. came out and talked, and I... I guess I should. I didn't say it right. They're not saying, yeah, he should be fired. They're kind of like waiting and seeing. But I think what their attitude is, you shouldn't have fired him until we figure this out. That's that's kind of what I took from it, is that they're not saying, hey, good on you for firing him. They're not saying, hey, this sucks that you fired him. They're saying, maybe we reacted a little too quickly. You think you the, you, you think they think that Disney may have jumped the gun? Yes, yeah. Oh! I wanted to leave wow. early. Go on tour or something. What you See, ya. See ya. Uh, Bobcat Goldwaite, is, I guess he is uh, a voice in one of the attractions at one of the Disney parks. And Disney's obviously the one who let him go. And he told Disney, take my voice off of anything at any of the, uh, par- any of the parks that I'm still on. Take my voice off of any of that kind of stuff. If I was Bob K- Bobcat Goldthwait, I would be go, hey, can you put my voice on everything? I was going to say, you know what Disney said to that? Who are uh, you? No. And we, you are who? We paid you 500 bucks, and we own it, and you signed the, con- signed the contract. Right. Bye. You know, Bobcat Goldthwait and Robin Williams were super, super tight. I did not realize. I watched that Robin Williams documentary that come inside my mind or whatever it is. Yeah. Fantastic. There's so many things that they didn't touch on that, but Bobcat and him were super, super tight. I did not know that. Hmm. And he had his back the whole time. Meanwhile, there is a petition to rehire a gun that's on the interwebs there, and so far it's got over 200,000 signatures, which probably won't matter. R. Kelly put out a song called I Admit. I Admit is the name of his new song. And by the way, it's 19 minutes long, so we're going to play the whole thing. Ready? Uh, Yeah. Good. Uh, I know what you think in 19 minutes. Trevor Noah says, and I thought this was fantastic. He said, if you need to take 19 minutes to explain it all the way, well, you probably did it then. <laughs> he doesn't even get super, super far, though. Uh, despite the title, he's not really admitting a whole lot. Let's just let him do this, okay? He says he made mistakes, a lot of mistakes, like, you know, dropping out of school. I admit I done made some mistakes And I have some imperfect ways I admit I helped so many people And them same damn people turn fake I admit it was so hard to focus I didn't go to classes I admit that I dropped out of school I admit that I wasn't that cool I admit I'm a gift and a curse I admit that I don't go to church I admit that I carry a curse I admit that I did I admit That's where I would've gone did I admit I can't spell f- I admit that all I hear is hits I admit I couldn't read the teleprompter When the Grammys asked me to present you know what I've officially decided? You know, I was wondering about that one. Yeah, I'm glad he threw that thing, in there. Yeah. Moon, and maybe <laughs> you can help me out here. I think I want to have a guy that in the background sings the last word that I say. Yeah. So I can go, Jeff, how you doing today? How you doing today? Hey. <laughs> I just want that to happen. He you just know, wants that to happen. It's, it, that, is, that is the new trend in songs. You know, it's like, I just woke up with the sun. Sun. <laughs> All right, well, let's get really weird with the oh, other two pieces goodness. of audio. By the way, that's on. just a slower version of Trapped in the Closet. Yeah, I was just going to say uh, that. I mean, I'm sorry, a faster, faster version. version of it. Yep. He also says that the, uh, the, the the girls there like to get their hair pulled, and they like it when the, when he talks dirty to them. Oh, Listen oh, to this, uh, and it gets even weirder after this. I am not perfect. I never said I was perfect. Say I'm abusing these women. What the f*** does some absurd? The brainwashed, Really? 
kidnapped. Really? Can't eat. Really? Real talk, that sh sounds silly. What's the definition of a cult? What's the definition of a sex slave? Go to the dictionary, look it up, let me know I'll be here waiting. Now I admit I got some girls that love me to pull their hair. And I admit they love me to talk dirty when I pull their hair. Yeah. He rhymed they hair and they hair. Did you notice oh, that? That was really neat. Yeah, yeah that's, an old, was, that's an old trick. If I was the same word. Yeah. yeah, we don't tell people that. If I was R. Kelly's legal representation, I'd go, just one second, I quit. <laughs> well, at least he's not admitting that he likes his girls young or anything. Anything? I admit I f with all the ladies. That's both older and young ladies. But tell me how they call it pedophile because of that. That's crazy. You may have your opinions. Entitled to your opinions. But really, am I supposed to go to jail or lose my career because your opinion? All right, so wow. uh, R. Kelly wow. has just fully admitted being awful. And like, there's about 16 more minutes of that, just that, so you know. That song should be, just be titled, Hey, Look How Terrible I Am. Yeah. Uh, but wow. if he were uh, if he run, were running a sex cult, uh, it would be the parents' fault, the girl's parents' fault, according to him, because there's another line in there that says, quote, her father dropped her off at my show and told this boy to put her on stage. Don't push your daughter in my face because your agenda is getting paid. Paid? Paid? <laughs> <laughs> This is some audio. I want you guys to listen to this once I paint the picture for you. The amazing band Color Me Bad was playing in front of several people recently. Wow! <laughs> I, I have seen this video and he's not getting it. It's up on the blog if you want to see it. Singer Brian Abrams was arrested on Saturday night. They were performing at a casino in New York. Uh, when uh, Brian randomly shoved one of the other guys, this Mark Calderon, on stage right at the end of the show. So the, there's three of them still out there. Uh, the one what guy about how many the, people on the stage? Oh, my hey. gosh. So there's three of them on stage. The bigger guy, the guy who does the shoving, left earlier because he blew out his voice. And this is what had listened to, listened to him hit the ground. Close him with the hits. Yep. <laughs> that was him getting full on shoved, two hand shoved in the chest, on the ground. He was taken to the hospital. Treated for neck and back pain. He was fine, as, as far as I could tell, because I saw a video the next day of him saying, look, uh, the dude doesn't need to be arrested. He needs help, because apparently he was hammered. Uh, he's out after posting $2,000. Man, it looks like a really nice high school gym. With a big badass stage. Was that? I, I believe that show was on a uh, Monday afternoon. <laughs> I mean, that's what the crowd looks like. Yeah, I mean, and everybody's just kind of standing back. It's I never great when there's 14 people there and all the females have their purse purse hanging in like the the, the bend of their elbow. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like they just stopped in. It's so in? sad. Checking it's out. so sad. Who is these people here? All right. Speaking of who is, there's some audio in there entitled, Who Is This? Yes. Tell me whose voice this is. Okay. Who is this? It's like one of those jobs. Hey, for a guy like me to have a shot at it. I mean, it's, it's great, you know? It's the best job in the world. And so... Hey, I was going to, you know, I heard, you know, I, hey, I, why not, right? Everyone can take a shot. <laughs> what was can the I question? Cheat? I think I know uh, the answer. I, gotta, I, I know the answer. answer. Can, I make, can I have a guess? Yeah. Bob Ross? No. When he was Scott? Bob Former Ross. VJ? Named? Jesse. 
Jesse Camp. That is the voice of Jesse Camp. Remember the I Want to Be a VJ yeah. competition that yeah. MTV did way back in the day? That dude actually came to St. Louis a million years ago and what what hosted, if you will, Point Fest. Really? A million years ago. Yeah, wow. we had to we had to walk him around and he went up and, and introduced all the bands and everything. And obviously he's been away from the spotlight for a while and he has now gone missing. His family has called the cops and said, we can't find him. He apparently did like a once a week call to his parents, and that hasn't happened for a while. Wow. And about three days ago, he was picked up behind some building in a shopping mall where people go when they're homeless and they're just hanging out wow. and trying to live and sleep and everything. And he was he was brought in, but then he was released because he really wasn't doing anything wrong. What was the guy that he beat that was from St. Louis? Oh, I could see his face. I could see his face too. I can't think of his name. Wait, what? He beat somebody in St. Louis? No, not beat him. The guy that beat he him beat out for the, the VJ oh, oh, competition. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't hear about ah, that. Damn it! Uh, he was reported. It's got to be Jim. By his uh, yeah, sister so. last Thursday, she said generally uh, calls mom every week. Hadn't heard from him uh, for a, a handful of weeks. An ex girlfriend says he uh, that she tried to call him, but a stranger answered his cell phone. Whoa. And this stranger said that Jesse Kemp gave him the phone along with a bag of his property. He's 38 years old now. He has been homeless in the past. So he was actually homeless before the whole MTV thing as well. Wanna be a VJ, 1998. Not crazy. He beat Dave Holmes. Dave Holmes. Damn. And Dave Holmes. Look at Dave Holmes now, man. What's he doing? I don't know. He owns Special City. I hope he's all right. I know he did dinner in a movie for a while. He did Dave say Holmes what? Did. Say what? Karaoke? Remember? Yeah, that? He yeah. Was the host it? Of that Are, do you have this thing up there? Yeah. It, it, was it dinner in a movie or DVD in a movie or something like uh, that? Um. Yep. I know exactly. <laughs> what DVD in a movie? No, that's no, that's <laughs> DVD. DVD and was dinner. Was, it dinner was called dinner in a movie. Yeah. And and they cooked. They had a chef that would cook shoes and footwear. He had a show called. You know what it was like? No, 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 Moon. You know, I know you're laughing at him, but you know what it was like? It was basically like. Like um, tenacious eats. Oh yeah, but a TV show. So like there With would be a, hot a chef, blonde, right? There would be a chef that would cook meals based on, based the, on movie. the movie. Oh no, it way. was actually really cool. Apparently, since 2003, he's co-hosted some live comedy game show called The Friday Forty. I think he came out as gay too. If I'm it, not mistaken, I do not. It does not say anything about. Or maybe that. I just fell for it. Oh, Holmes has been in a long-term relationship with musician Ben Wise since the early 2000s. Look at that. Doesn't mean he's huh? gay. Great okay. point, man. Maybe he's just All trying right. for the last 16 years. Who knows? Uh, I know, Moon, you're a huge fan of this. David Bowie, uh, his first ever demo track is now up for sale. He was only 16 when it happened. It's going up on, uh, well, actually, it's going up on an auction block in September. They're looking at about $13,000 is what they're saying they can get for it. It happened in 1963 is when he recorded it. Uh, then known by his given name of, anybody know David Bowie's given name? Uh, Starman. Uh, once you say it, I'll go, yep, but I, don't, I can't Well, duh. It. Once I say it, then you'll know it. Jeff. Seth. What's the last name? McFarland. Nope. Got it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> David Jones. Hmm. And he was in his first band, The Conrad. Did you say Seth? Well, I was joking. Oh, no. I thought you were... I was like, Seth David Jones. What you a said weird you name. knew it. I was trying to get you to fall for it. Oh, yeah, Seth uh, something or another. <laughs> it was in a band. He was in a band called the Conrads at the time. And the drummer and manager from back then has it. He found it in his dad's bread basket somewhere. And, of course, now he's going to sell it. Wow. And so that is about. something they released? No, it was never released. Yeah. Also, a bunch of letters and 
photos and booking papers and all that kind of stuff. He left the band after they did a demo for some record label, and then they didn't get the gig, so Bowie was like, I'm out of here. All right, Hollywood Reporter gave me this uh, list, or put out this list, and uh, Patrico actually sent this over to me. A thousand entertainment industry types were asked the list, Hollywood's top 25 villains. So, like, the favorite villains oh, from the movies. Billy Mitchell. I don't know what that Stop means. it. That's from the King of Kong. The King of Kong, dude. Uh, he's, I mean, he's, another one he's, should be so obvious. The Joker. I think the Joker's on that list. I don't... Yeah, I don't, the Joker's number four. Oh, number four. Uh, Hitler. And if we're going to just start throwing out stuff, there's 25 of them, so give me a second. Bane? Bane. I don't see Bane anywhere. Bane, 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 Bane. No. Bane's not in the top 25. Zod. Scott Farkas? Zod, I think, is on there. Zod. General Zod? General Zod. General Zod. Don't see General Zod. Number one is so easy. Darth Vader. Darth Vader's number one. Congratulations. All right, number 25 is Agent Smith from The Matrix. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. We, we don't have time to, to go sure to we guess do. 25 of I them. That's 720-something. Just, just read, the, read to the top five and let them read the... <laughs> Wiley DeVille? Coyote is number 24 from oh, Looney Tunes. DeVille, what's her name? Um, Scarlet. Oh, Cruella. Cruella. Yeah. Scarlet was her sister, right? <laughs> yes. Scar from The Lion King, number 23. Oh, yeah. From Scarface... Tony Montana. Tony, Tony Montana, 22. The Shark from Jaws is a 21. <laughs> Terminator from, I guess, The Terminator, number Freddy 20. Freddy Krueger's on this. It's got to be from number one. Uh, Alex from uh, Clockwork Orange. Tommy oh. DeVito from The Goodfellas. Uh, Michael Corleone from The Godfather movies, played by Al Pacino. Pacino. Hal 9000 from uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Oh, man. Uh, Lord Voldemort. Awesome. From uh, Harry Potter. That's a good one. Alex Forrest from Fatal Attractions, number 14. That's Glenn Close's character. Get out of here. All right. Give me a sec. Uh, Jack Torrance from The Shining. Uh, Glenn Close beat Jaws? Yeah. Get out of here. Baby Jane Hudson from Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. uh, That's number 12. Yeah, I'm done with this list. Yeah. Let's see. All right. Let's just go up to number five. All right. Who's number five here? Very, very old movie. And it had uh, Jack... Jack Nicholson in it. Yeah, Jack Nicholson. You already said the shining. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. The Nurse nurse Ratchet. Uh, Number three, Wizard of Oz, The Wicked Witch Ah, of the West. Oh, yeah. Cool hint. And one less. One one left. How about a hint? Uh, Let's see. There's three of them. There's three of them. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. No, there's there's three movies, one bad guy. Oh. <laughs> Biff from Back to the Future. Spent some time uh, with a mask on. Spent some time behind bars. Spent some time. Oh, on- oh, Hannibal Lecter. Uh, yeah. Hannibal Lecter is number two on the list. Uh, crappy birthdays: Jennifer Lopez, forty-nine. Bindi Irwin is twenty. Anna Paquin. Holy cow, she's twenty. Twenty. Yep. Yeah. Anna Paquin is thirty-six. Rose Byrne, who is awesome. That she is Seth Rogen's wife in Neighbors. She's also the quote-unquote oh, yeah. bad guy in. Uh, Bridesmaids, she's incredible. She's a 30, uh, 39. Barry Bonds, 54. Carl Malone is 55. The OG Wonder Woman, Linda Carter, is 67. Michael Richards, Kramer, is 69. Uh, Gallagher is 72. And today's Burton birthday of the day. He was Victor on Days of Our Lives, but most famously, he's the reason that we've got Jennifer Aniston. Her dad, John Aniston, Aniston is 85 years young today. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Gage. Today's birthday girl's lady parts have been busier than Hurricane Harbor during a heat wave. In 216 fine films, including The Anal Bandits, Big and Small, We Love Them All, Double Parked Volume 1, Hot Bods and Tailpipe, 
Weapons of Ass Destruction, and who can forget her unforgettable role in She's a Liar, I Know She Effin' Loved It. Gage is 38 years old. That is your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. All right, Jeff, so you are out and about. Not only Sunday are you out at uh, Travers RV, but you got something going on Friday too, correct? Yeah, it's really cool because we're doing the uh, we're doing a sleepover at uh, Gingham's. So I figured since I'm you know not going to be tired or anything, I'll go ahead and Friday after we get done with our lock-in yeah. and go out to Scarlet's Cabaret. Well, what time is that going to be? Nine o'clock. Oh, well, nine to eleven. Home and you can you can hammer home in that. Yeah, you there. got it. Yeah, I think I will. Yeah. yeah so, okay. and what's cool is, and I cannot imagine this already, but they're celebrating their one year anniversary already. That's right. Because yeah. Scott and I were out there for the grand. Wasn't that the one we went wow, to for a grand really? opening? That was the grand yeah. opening, right? Yeah, we were. We walked that. in there at Scarlet's Cabaret, and we saw a guy with the number one dad T-shirt on. Remember that? All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> let me guess. Was his daughter there? <laughs> yeah, it was great. great. I don't think so, but they got some amazing performers there. So I'll be there. Also, uh, there's a, a special guest named uh, Bonnie Rotten will be there. Okay, I'm, the I'm sure she doesn't do anything rotten at all. No, not at all. So and, one and year anniversary. For- come hang out with me noon, or I'm sorry, nine to eleven p.m. That's on Buncombe Road. Uh, the cool thing is, is you can go and hang out with Jeff on Friday night there, and you can get kind of a uh, uh, survey the place for when Scott serves out his punishment there, mm-hmm. when he's going to be dancing to su- two songs. Have you thought about a song, man? What? Oh, I've thought about a lot, and people were sending over their suggestions uh, Scott, on on Twitter uh, at Riz Show and at Here Lies Moon, since we're picking the songs. And uh, there's so many good options. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, am I going to go for total camp? Am I going to go for embarrassing you? Should I give you a good beat, but us a good laugh in the lyrics? I'm not sure. I'm I'm still undecided, but I'm, I have a short list. I'm yeah. a great dancer, so I love good beats. I mean, I know yeah. that's what it's going to be. About. I cannot wait. I have a short I cannot, list, but I, I, I don't. Wait for this. Should I? I meant to ask this too, and I'm going to ask Grizz when he gets back. Should I have it be a surprise? Oh yeah, we for sure aren't going to tell him. Yeah, but I'm saying, sh- uh, should or for everybody? Yeah, should I mean, anybody you know? Need, you need to talk to Riz, and you guys need to come up with a game plan. I got for a feeling, sure not telling him. Yeah, well, I got a feeling if I say it to anybody, it's going to get back to him. Just yeah. say it on air, make, and I won't listen. I just, I just <laughs> hang on to it. Yeah, just between you and I think, Riz, I think. Yeah. I think it would be way better. But uh, again, with Real or Fake, we're making our picks tomorrow. So go to 1057thepoint.com slash cans and get all caught up there. All right. It's time to do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And unfortunately, we are not starting off with some good news here. And this is all local, and this is all super, super sad. Uh, police are currently looking for a missing 13-year-old from Spanish Lake who they say is suicidal. Uh, her name is Jashari Johnson, and uh, she left a note at home on Sunday night saying that she was contemplating suicide and she would not be coming home. Man. And uh, she's described as 5'5". She weighs 175 pounds. She's got brown hair, brown eyes. And police do not know what clothes she was wearing um, when she left the house. But they do say that she has made suicidal comments in the past and was recently admitted to the hospital for evaluation. And they're saying, please, if you have any information on her whereabouts, give the police a call. Yeah, this doesn't look like it could turn out. Well, so hopefully, hopefully somebody's going to find her before anything bad happens. So that's a 13-year-old girl in Spanish Lake. Now in Jefferson County, cops are looking for a 35-year-old woman who they say was missing as of 2.30 yesterday afternoon. And according to cops, this woman named Heather wandered away from her house and just walked into the woods. And police say that there are conflicting details from different family members as far as Heather's medical condition. 
Uh, some are saying that she's got some mental instabilities. Some are saying that she's perfectly fine. Uh, search crews were able to locate some footprints right near Big River. And they said crews also may have found some things, but they're not sure if they belonged to Heather. Around a, uh, 7 o'clock last night, crews changed their location. They went from Morse Mill Road all the way to White Road off of Highway C so they could try and get closer to her. And as of 9 p.m. yesterday, cops said that rescue crews were still looking with thermal cameras. And they actually, uh, the the St. Louis County Police uh, sent out the helicopter with infrared. And no updates that I've seen if... um, if, if she's if she's been found or not. So I know a couple of police officers that have at least now or spent time doing the helicopter thing and mm-hmm, doing the yeah. searches. And uh, one of them was uh, was in the sky the ent- the entire time during the Ferguson riots and all that stuff. That is not. I cannot. But I cannot imagine that's a pleasant gig, being up in a helicopter looking for somebody no. who is you know missing like that. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's, that's a bummer. Hopefully, two things that will that will have a better outcome than than we're thinking. Yeah, let let them let them be resolved and quickly too. This right here is a freak accident, and this is now going to terrify me anytime I drive under any sort of bridge. A woman was killed when the car she was driving was struck by a one-ton piece of falling concrete yesterday afternoon. And if you have not seen pictures of this, Scott, I need you to link a news story. Okay. Uh, just one of the local news, news sites and show this picture. I mean, a 22-year-old driver, she lost control of her car while attempting to turn onto uh, Lindell and struck a light pole and a concrete barrier on that overpass right there at Union. A piece of that barrier then fell onto the car below, traveling on Forest Park Parkway, had no idea, absolutely no chance. It just, I mean, it fell right on the middle of the car, and they say that she was uh, killed instantly. The bridge was built back in 1929. They fixed it up back in 1961, and it is still classified as being in poor condition. Fixed it up in 61. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. was, that, was, that was before the arch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, That's that was terrifying. We I didn't know what was going on, and yesterday I uh, left the zoo and was going to Central West End to eat, and that road was closed down. Crews everywhere. Yeah, man. Lights everywhere. Uh, St. Louis City officials, uh, they released the following statement. They said, today's tragic accident um, over Forest Park Parkway is under investigation. City Mm. departments are working to gather all the facts. Further information will be released in the coming days. I know the driver that got into the accident that hit the median, she was taken to the hospital with minor injuries, and they say they are investigating to see if she was on the phone, if she was texting, what was going on there. Mm. But, I mean... Man. Absolutely tragic and, and, and incredible, just freak accident that, that the driver. Just imagine you're just driving to work or driving to lunch, and then it's over. It's over with, just like that. Unbelievable. So sad. Yeah. Again, another sad local story. Fifteen people were injured during a metro bus accident in uh, North County. That was yesterday afternoon. The accident happened at the uh, near the intersection of Hanley and Stella. This happened just around three thirty. Uh, cops say the passengers from both buses were taken to hospitals with non-life-threatening injuries. Other information not known as far as who was at fault, but uh, it was two metro buses that hit each other. And uh, I saw the picture of this: the bus that that had the front end damage. The front window was shattered out, and it was wrecked. So it was a, a decent rate of speed when it did get into that accident. So Man. Uh, so something else here to uh, lift your spirits. Wow. Just keep them coming, yeah, man. I know. I'm you. sorry. Uh, it, it sucks. I wish it was all good news. Yeah. But... How come Riz always has really good news? <laughs> That's not how that happens either. <laughs> 
So the website for the tour company, Ride the Ducks Branson, who is responsible for that boat that uh, capsized on Table Rock Lake Thursday, killing 17 and injuring others, they are offering to pay for medical and funeral expenses for everyone on board. That's fantastic. That's nice. 31 people were on the duck boats when it capsized on that uh, the waters during that storm. And the uh, NTSB and the Missouri State Highway Patrol, they're investigating the incident. I don't know if anybody saw the footage from them pulling the, the boat out of the water yesterday. I think probably one of the most chilling things is when they pulled it out and you see all the life vests start popping no up. No way. Because mm-hmm. they were oh, on board. My gosh. They were on board, but they weren't on the passengers because the captain had said, hey, you don't need them. Now, I don't know if you guys knew this, but so there were two employees on the boat. There was the captain and the driver. The captain, who's the guy that basically does the, hey, we're pulling up to Tony Orlando's house and blah, blah, blah. He survived. The driver did not. Mm. But, uh, I mean, Mm-mm. I don't really know exactly what's going to happen with the Ducks. I can't imagine them running again. Or at least if they are running, I can't imagine them going into the water again. I mean, this has happened a couple of times in the past, and I, I was thinking when this news first came out, exactly what you're saying now, how can they continue to do this when there have been a handful of of incidences? And I'd imagine in the past they've been sued. I don't know. But I'd yeah. imagine eventually when the dust all, dust all settles here, there's going to be lawsuits again. There's got, there's got to be. I mean, that poor family from Indiana, nine of 11 yeah. people died. I mean, there's got to be something that's going to happen. And there's documented warnings of the mm-hmm. weather. Oh, and yeah. And there's people, witnesses saying that the captain or whoever was saying, oh, you don't need the life jackets. Everything's going to be fine, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then the storm came in. Somebody's going to be at fault, I'm sure. And, and, and it's and it's again all sad all the way around. A bunch of people are going to lose their jobs over it. A bunch of people have lost their lives over it. Yeah. Uh, it's sad, man. Uh, two neighbors in Wentzville they are feuding, and huh. uh, it's. The, I mean, this is what what is the Hatfield McCoy? Yeah, that's it. I mean, this is absolutely crazy. The one of the feud that started out as a yelling, like an argument, led to shots fired yesterday at 9 p.m. 2600 block of uh, Wanis Lane. Police say two people were arrested and are put in custody, but it started out as a yelling match and ended up in gunfire. Great. Good times. <laughs> Fantastic. There in Wentzville. Anybody eat goldfish crackers? Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. So good, right? But you get, did you have a favorite, like a favorite flavor? Well, I know I only had the basics. Just the OG. You ever Same had here. like the flavor blasted ones, the fa- flavor blasted I cheddar? No, they had more so. than just. Wow. Oh, I guess dude, I got they got the they pretzel. Got ton- they got a, yeah, they got pretzels. They got tons oh, of flavors. I had that one. Well, mind. guess what? I'm going to ruin those for you because four types of goldfish crackers. They might have some powdered seasoning that contains salmonella. Yay! Mm, not good news there. And uh, yesterday they announced that uh, there have been no reported cases of illness, but they are acting out of uh, caution here. Four types of crackers. So, And you can get the barcodes and everything online. You all got to do a search for it. But flavor blasted extra cheddar, flavor blasted sour cream and onion, goldfish baked with whole grain extra cheddar, and goldfish mix extra cheddar plus plus pretzel. Those are the four types that have been recalled. So if you have any of those in your cabinet, just toss them. Just those, right? No no other Pepperidge Farms products? The, The OG ones, I think, are all good. Uh, but uh, they have, like I said, the barcodes mm-hmm. listed on their website, so you can go and double check. But Ooh. just be safe; just toss it. Man, one of my weaknesses is I think it's I think it's Pepper's Farms that they make uh, mint Milanos and the oh, Milano yeah. cookies, right? You betcha! Oh yeah, um, yeah, man! Oh man! Absolutely That's fantastic! True. I want those right now. I cannot. I don't go that down that aisle 
because You'll there are them. a few things I will grab. If I see them, I will grab them. Mm-hmm. And the those Milano is, cookies are the, the same way with the underwear aisle. It's the same way. With <laughs> right. And they come in those little layers, Jeff. too, you know? Huh? And you're supposed to, like... Stop after what is it? Three in a layer, and then you got to take the layer out, or four in a layer. After you eat the entire oh, thing, I crush the whole thing. The yeah. whole tower is gone. Yeah. Tell me who stops that first layer. If you do, you're a monster. Finally, here a uh, there's a 40 year old guy named Dana. He's from Ohio, and back in October, he was supposed to fly to Dallas, and he was running late, and was afraid that he was going to miss his flight. I think we actually talked about this story. So he called in a bomb threat about that flight to Dallas, and the flight was canceled, and Dana wound up on another flight and left less than two hours later. So he called in the bomb threat, didn't get on that flight anyway, and he still got into the air within two hours. It hardly seems worth it at all to call in that bomb threat, and it definitely doesn't seem worth it uh, when he was just arrested and will face two years in prison. Oh, wow. But he got there on time, though, right? Yeah, he got there on time. Okay, that's good then. Yeah. So... (laughs) That's that, and that's your news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV. Welcome back. It's uh, Patrico, Burton, Moon, King Scott all kicking it. Riz comes back tomorrow. He's uh, traveling back from the East Coast, so he'll be here again uh, tomorrow. Full show back in studio. Uh, Before we get to sports here, there is something I definitely want to bring up and make sure that we mention. And uh, I got to give kudos to Moon here because I believe he was... The first to say it. Breaking. I'm going to say he was the first in the country to say this, (laughs) just because that's what I can say. The guy yesterday that we talked about from the uh, game between the Cubs and Cardinals that was accused of stealing the foul ball from the little kid. Now, if you didn't see the video and you have no idea what we're talking about, a, uh, a first base coach for the Cubs got a foul ball, tossed it into the stands to a little kid. The kid missed it. It rolled under a seat. The guy behind him grabbed the ball, gave it to his girlfriend, and then gave a whole like, there, you happy? And was laughing and clapping. And people online destroyed this guy. I even destroyed this guy. I mean, I hit this. Savage. Yeah, in that 10 seconds out of context, it was it's brutal. It, it was it's as awesome, savage man. as it gets. And you see yeah. the old lady and her and her grandson or whoever that is. Um, you know the the lady and the and the five year old turn around in, in like a they were oh, I was formally excited and now I'm really bummed yeah you know that that sort of look yeah. that was the five year old's exact words uh, I was I was formally, formally excited, excited. I was and now I'm very bummed excited. now if you if you look if you look at the picture that the Cubs posted with the kid holding the autographed Javier Baez ball he's got another ball in his hand too okay so people started to ask questions where'd that ball come from. Then the guy that was sitting to the left, if you're looking at the video, the guy's left. So watching the video, you're right. The older man. The, the older guy. That he that was on the, leg. the guy that was, had his arms folded. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, who was laughing. Him on the leg. Yeah. He immediately took to social media and said that this guy not only gave that kid a foul ball early in the game, he gave another kid a foul ball. And even after he gave this one to his girlfriend, he caught a third foul ball that he gave to another kid. Wow, so this guy's... Three different foul balls that he gave the children. And of course, people hone on this one where it looks like he stole it from a kid. But you, sir, you are not a savage. I take that back. You, my friend, are a nice guy. Yeah, Anybody who told him to F off He's still needs a to Cubs tell him to fan. F back on. Yeah. Still a Cubs fan? <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> 
But I do want to say that that guy got a lot of heat yesterday, and I am really happy that I saw not only Deadspin, who first was the one that put out the story, but all local media, all national media, they all came out and was like, maybe we should back off this guy. Well, that's good. Yeah, I thought it was And the crazy thing is that's Bartman's uh, cousin. Is it really? (laughs) I I think his name's Tandy. I don't believe that is the (laughs) The Rizzuto Show Sports. Here's, here's Moon with your spares. So a collective, uh, sorry, brah. Yeah, my bad, brah. <laughs> sorry, my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. Country. Oops. Sports are Sparts, sponsored by Hotshot Sparts Bar and Grill. 11 area locations. All the games, all the time. Daniel, is it Ponce de Leon? Or Ponce, Ponce, yes. Ponce de Leon. Okay, yeah. I saw a few misspells, and I was like, am I mispronouncing this? No, it's Ponce, Ponce de, Leon. de Leon pitched seven no-hit innings for the Cardinals in his major league debut last night. Congratulations to that yeah. guy. Hell of a comeback story. This is the guy that got... Uh, I mean, pretty much a miracle. Damn near got killed by a line drive to the head last year in the minors. Skull fractured, had to leave, uh, or had to have life-saving surgery right after the game. Now, after months of rehab, he pitched seven innings of no-hit ball on his first time on the mound for a major league team, and then the Cardinals blew it. Thanks to the bullpen. Oh, well. Real quick, somebody said, you guys are missing the point here. Because that ball was still intended for the specific kid, and he grabbed it. Okay, listen, I'm not missing any point because I wasn't there, and I'm sick of like everybody judging everybody on 10 on, seconds. Man. So, whatever, and, man. And real quick, does this mean since he took one off the noggin a year ago, are you going to come back? I'm going to be a no-hit softball pitcher. pitcher. Right. Did, did anybody watch the, any of the game yesterday? Very uh, little. I saw, yeah, I saw highlights from him pitching. Way. Was he? Could you tell, or did they mention? Was he wearing one of those things that the, a lot of the pitchers are wearing underneath the, the hat? Oh, the hard helmet. Imagine yeah. he had to, man. I would, I would think so. It didn't look obvious, but I didn't sit and like stare at it or anything. Yeah, I, don't know I forgot that. how terrifying that video was. They showed it a Brutal. couple times yeah. yesterday. Brutal. Mm. Oh man, it, it's terrifying. I mean, it hits him in the head. It's, it made the same sound that that the ball made when it hit you in the head. Really? Where did it? Where did it Squish. hit? Squish. Like almost square in the head. Oh, square in the head. He's got a. He's humans have like big straight on or to the side. Yeah, like he turned his head and it hit him like on yeah, the side of the head. Close. Yeah, it was close. Whew. Yeah, I got lucky. It was, mine was behind there. And everybody's everybody's questioning why they pulled him, even though he had a no hitter, major league debut, and he was already throwing 113 pitches. Yeah, yeah, that's a good um, high pitch. I mean, it count. sucks. I mean, uh, listen, it sucks that he has no backup. And right now yeah. we're, we're we're blowing these. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no bullpen. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Right, yeah. Yeah. There's no help down there. <clears throat> St. Louis Blues captain Alex Petrangelo and his wife Jane welcomed their third child into the world over the weekend, as well as their second and their first. New yeah, parents had say. triplets. <laughs> In awesome. that order, I think the third one came out yeah, first. Yeah, they're like, wait, what are you doing here? <laughs> the second one always comes out second. That's really weird. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> then the first one came out third. I thought the first one came out second. Who's on first? The uh, new parents had triplets, two boys and a girl, Oliver, Theodore, and Evelyn. Congratulations to the Petrangelos. Uh, some guy filming a Tiger Woods golf shot at the British Open on Sunday posted a clip of himself getting hit with the ball. He's on the side of the fairway with other fans when it happens. You can't see the ball hit him, but you can sure hear it. It knocked the phone out of his hand. He's okay. Tiger heard about it and gave him an autographed glove. Uh, we'll have that up on the blog as well. And Kinda. that autograph glove will probably be up on the internet soon, too. <laughs> I've always, if I ever went to one of those things, every every single time I watch the Golf Channel, I go, it'd be so cool if you were in the, in, in the crowd, you heard four, and you got pop the golf ball. Oh, yeah. Dude, I, would, I would take I'm a like, line. I would take a, a Titleist up against the head from Tiger Woods. <laughs> I didn't mean the head. For a signed, a signed glove. You know what yeah, I saw? Absolutely. You know what I saw? Well, Wouldn't it be really cool if Tiger was like, hey, man, sorry, here's my glove. I'd be like, I'm going to sell that for about five grand, so why don't you just give me about five 
five grand and just let's just <laughs> cut out the middleman. I uh, I was watching the open and it's so amazing to me that when somebody has an errant tee shot and it goes into the spectators, you would think that they'd run like hell. Like here nope. comes a golf ball at you. No, the ball bounces and they chase after it. I'm yeah. fairly certain they want to be hit. Oh yeah. I'm fairly certain everybody wants to be hit. That way yeah. they can all say, "Oh boy, that's rough." Yay. That's Yay. fair. Thank you. It was a good try, brother. Good try, man. No, I was... He gave you the shaft. Ah, swing and a miss, as they say. Oh, that's so I nice. wish I knew where the hell the no button was. I would have hit it. I don't know where it's at. Uh, you know, I got hit by a Ron Gant home run once, and I've never forgot it. So I, I guarantee you somebody wants to get hit you get hit in the ear? Because that's weird, man. I hit me in the chest. Up. Oh. <laughs> Jesus' favorite minor league baseball player, Tim Tebow, has a broken bone in his right hand, and apparently it's a very big injury. He's going to have surgery tomorrow. He's expected to miss to the rest of the season. Tebow has been playing outfield for the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. That's the worst name in sports. The Rumble Ponies? The Rumble Ponies. The AA affiliate of the New York Mets. Of course, the Mets, as you know, are notorious for constantly being ravaged by injuries. It's bad timing for Tebow since he was actually playing pretty well. Uh, he's batting 273 with six home runs, 36 RBIs, and he's played uh, in this Eastern League All-Star game uh, er- earlier this this month. So that's kind of a better showing than people were expecting. They're actually oh, doing they, okay. They were saying that as bad as the Mets are and as riddled with injuries as the Mets are, that if Tim Tebow would have held those numbers he through, to- through towards the end of the year, he would have been called up. Yeah, that said, he also had a team-high 103 strikeouts in the minors. In one game. And it, well, and, that's how bad he is. In 83 games, Tebow turns 31 next month. There you have it. I'm Moon, and that's sports. And remember, kid, there's oh, heroes and there's legends. There we go. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Follow your heart, kid. They'll never go wrong. There we resumed our show. Headline whoosh. And your headline whoosh is brought to you by Moritz Royce Jewelry. Find them online, ninjabling.com. Today's headline who story comes to us from Blaine, Minnesota, where last uh, Friday, 34-year-old woman named Catherine Ludke was driving drunk when she crashed crashed into a ditch. And when cops got there, they found her wearing a t-shirt that said, I'll call you later. Hey. <laughs> hey. Back-to-back who stories with ironic drunken t-shirts on. What is the, what is the most uh, white trash t-shirt that you own? Quickly. Uh, or owned up in your life. When I was a kid, I was probably seventh or eighth grade. I had a T-shirt that said, "If I gave a crap, you'd be the first person I'd give it to." Oh. <laughs> wow. wow! I thought I was the coolest kid ever. I had a lot of Simpson shirts when I was. When I, I was don't a kid. think that's even remotely close. No, I have one that's uh, in the Metallica logo with American flag that says "Murica." That's probably close, but I think that was made in irony. I think he's talking about like a t-shirt that says like on the back, if you could read this, the bitch fell off. <laughs> and what's, exactly. my, what's my entry? You remember this? Um, I wore it to school at Eureka. I, I made Linda Lovelace. Uh, Lovelace uh, gag. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. My, I know. Pretty impressive, It right? was your dad's? Yeah, it was my dad's t-shirt and I wore it to school when I was at Eureka High School. I made it through two classes before I was I was brought to the uh, to the principal's office. <laughs> and they just, what they make me do? They turned I had to turn it inside out and went back to class. Wow, yeah, dude. Crazy. Well, uh, this uh, lovely lady, Catherine, she was arrested for driving while intoxicated, and turns out she already has three previous DWI convictions under her belt. So this time she's looking up to 14 years in prison. Again, crashing while drunk, wearing an Alcoholia Later t-shirt. That right there gets you the honors of today's Headline Hoosh. Hey, uh, someone in the chat room here. 
says, uh, morning, weirdos. I'm late. Why isn't mom wearing a tank top? Uh, I don't know why your mom's not wearing a tank top. If you mean Moon, he just has a jacket on because he's a little guy and he's chilly. cold. It's chilly in here. <laughs> a little chilly in here. But he's free. What does it say? Free Valley? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. know. It says something on it. I don't know. Okay. Uh, so I think I found out why for so long I was a big guy. It wasn't because Funny. I loved. I think we all know. It wasn't because I loved fast food and I ate terribly. And it wasn't because I didn't exercise and I drank an ungodly amount of beer. It wasn't mm-hmm. any of that. It was this goddamn job. That's what it was. Oh, I thought it you were going to say your heart. It was this job. Hmm. Wow. And I'll explain hmm. why. Hmm. Uh, so far, I don't think we all agree with you. Just so you- <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, an annual survey that uh, talked to working Americans, uh, over ha- almost half of them say that uh, their job and their weight are linked. 45% of people said that their current job has made them gain weight. 49% of women and 40% of men say this. Over half of these people said that they gained more than 10 pounds because of their job, and about one in five say uh, more than 20 pounds. And uh, we've got some reasons here as to why this might be the case. But, and I'm not here to make excuses because I've made a change in my life, Jeff, but with this job, it is very difficult. My old routine before I started working here was like I would wake up early. I would go to the gym and then I would go to my nine to five. Mm-hmm. You can't do that mm-hmm. doing this. No. You have to make an afternoon routine, which it almost took me 10 years to do so, but it can be done. It's just a matter of you got to change some things. It's like anything else. You got to want to do it. Nobody can make you do it. You're not going to do it until you want to. It's like quitting smoking. It's like doing anything. Yep. Until you want to make that change, it ain't going to happen. So so listen to this. These are the top 10 reasons why you've probably gained some weight at work. And they all do make sense. Uh, most people sit at a desk all day. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not active. You're sitting at a desk from 9 o'clock. Maybe at 11 or noon, you go to have some lunch. You come back and you sit at your desk until 5 and then you go home. That's why I suggest people start smoking. That way you can get up and go <laughs> yes. outside oh, every once in a while Jeff Burton, a B-U-R-T-O-N. Yeah. Oh, show. Traffic and That's weather. not what I wanted. All right. We're not ready that for was such a good suggestion. What? <laughs> yeah, that was it. Such a good suggestion that we're out, guys. That must have been number one on the list, huh? You yeah. just leaned on the board. Yeah, Man, and, that and, scared the crap out of me, to be honest with you. I think I peed a little. While you gather yourself over there, this is probably one of the worst industries to be in if you want oh, to be yeah. healthy. Because not only, like you said, sitting in a cube or sitting in here on our butts doing boob mm-hmm. jokes all day. Yeah. And then how often are we just fed? How often oh, are we yeah. sitting here and somebody comes in with a bag of food and says, here you go. Or even when you're sitting at, a, at an event, you're at a, a, an RV place, and somebody goes, hey, man, I brought you 48 pizzas. Okay. Like, All right. I can only I'm deal not, with 42 of yeah. them. Yeah, I'm really not that hungry. Just 42 of them. Number two I'll on this. the other seven home. Number two on this list uh, that uh, I definitely can say affects us, uh, being too tired to exercise because of your job. Oh, yeah. We get home, you want a nap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Running is something that is not on uh, the top of your mind. You say, oh, I really want a nap right now. Uh, also, stress eating and snacking too much. Mm-hmm. There's that. Yep. Uh, no time to exercise. Dipping into the office candy jar. Eating out for lunch too often, whether it be client meetings or whatever. You're going out to lunch way too often. Uh, workplace celebrations like birthday parties with cakes or happy hours. Uh, skipping meals because of time constraints, which completely destroys your metabolism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The good thing with us with the office stuff, 
is we usually miss out on all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, they got, they got, they got, they get, they're either gone by yeah. twelve. Oh, we, we get all yeah. the. We or get at a, nighttime, it's oh, they're, yeah, they're already. We get be all sleeping. the company wide emails about all the fun they're having and all the food they're eating and all that stuff, but uh, yeah. we don't ever I, enjoy when, it. When there were still humans in this building, I remember it, it would be funny to walk in here at whatever time we get here, and then on the, down in the kitchen on the table or on the counter, there's the there's half of a cookie cake or whatever from the day before. You're like, yeah. Eh, should I have some of this? Well, I always, I always uh, did well. anyway. Yeah, I, I, I did a couple of times. <laughs> you guys would give me stuff about weekend cake. Remember they'd have it on <laughs> oh, Friday? Oh God, it would yeah. still be there yeah, on Monday. I go. You made ah, two I'm weekends try. ago cake. Cause we, it <laughs> but like, matter, right? yeah, like you said though, if you microwave it, it gets yeah, rid give of it ten all seconds. The, no, that's not that. Yeah, t- that is not how this works. Stuff. Hell, I'm still here. And I had cake, and you didn't. Sure. Yeah, but look at your ear. Boo-boo. It's Monday, your ear now. and it was Friday, <laughs> yeah. and there's dairy on it, but you just microwave it. It's fine. No. Uh, also on this list, too many post-work happy hours and the uh, pressure to eat stuff that your coworkers bring in, like uh, donuts and things like that. So. Oh, yeah, we, we, we have that. yogurt. We definitely have that. Yeah, yeah we people drop stuff. Uh, but Engineer, and- Engineer Tim and Gino oh, yeah. and those guys used to, bring, uh, used to bring donuts all the time, and yeah. I couldn't resist. Nope. I'm so okay with that. you guys all know, and this is not a surprise to me, but I've been living at home. I don't know if you guys have known that. And uh, it's, it's everybody's living at home. It's been. Way. It's somebody been, was going to say that. It's been. I've been living at my parents' house. <laughs> there you go. You're what I meant at your to parents say. home. And it's been mostly awesome, but it Aww. did have me thinking about something. My folks did it, and I'm sure at some point Whoa. I'll do it, and maybe you guys will do it as well. My grandma moved in with them at the end of her life, and it got me thinking: When do you really stop being? your parents' kid, and you start becoming their caretaker, essentially. And I'm not talking about caretaker as far as, you know, you have to feed them and wipe them and make sure they have their medicines. But when do you stop becoming, that's my little boy, to, hey, he is now somebody that I am relying on as a parent to take care of Right, so now there's an adult to your parents. Correct. In your parents' eyes. For me, it'll be when I pay their bills. Right. And and a lot of people said, uh, when they were asked this question, 18 some people said yeah. 21. Yeah. Some people even said 30. Yeah. Way too young. According to this study, they say that age is 49 years old. 49. When you become 49, and they're not saying that you have to start paying your parents' bills. They're not saying that you have to start taking care of your parents, but they're saying you are able to, at that point, take uh. care of your parents. If it came down to it, you would be there for your parent. And uh, that's when we start worrying about them the most. And that's when you start helping them with their problems instead of vice versa. So before, maybe at 40, they would, hey, you need a few extra bucks or you need to watch the kids or things like that. When you turn 49, your parents are probably at the very least, I'm just guessing 70, maybe even older than that. Yeah, You are then able to financially and <clears throat> responsibly take care of them. How old are your parents? My parents are both 65. Okay, so Scott and I both have older parents. Yeah. yeah. And uh, my my parents are in the mid-70s. Obviously, I do everything early. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if, if you're the praying type, by the way, Mama Moon needs some prayers. Because we were in uh, at uh, Holiday World and surfing safari over the weekend. And the day before, or the, the, the morning, actually, the middle of the night on Saturday night, she fell in the bathroom. Nothing nothing weird. I don't know if she slipped. She's yeah. not even sure. And she may have broke some ribs. Mm-hmm. And, I, and when you're in your 70s and you land on ribs or break ribs, oh yeah, it's like, this is a different world. Yeah. This is a different world. And that's when I, and they're always joking about dying and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. And I'm always like, man, you got 25 years and you, will you knock it off? You yeah. know? And then that's, I think this is the first time, and I hope she's not listening. That was the first time I was like, oh, man, 
man, like I might be right around the corner from actually your your parents' mortality. Yeah, is of what course. You saw. No, and I don't mean that. Um, but you, you, it may be on you now. I'm, well, it's not on me now. But and and I, of course, I'm not concerned about that. I'm not worried about that. I'm ready to step up and do that. And we've talked about that in the past. But that that I guess that was the first time I was like, ah, oh, man, this is maybe within a decade. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's 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 one of those things where, they, and it's, they especially say when you get older, breaking a bone could be the start. I mean, and I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not mom, saying that is, and I'm not saying anything like that at all. But they're saying as you yeah, get yeah. older in age, it's more concerning, yeah, because then they they stop being active, mm-hmm. and then other things build up. Well, that's so. that's the weird thing, man. My 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 dad is in better shape technically now than he was probably ten years ago, and my mom is like fitness guru. Uh, uh, you know, swimmer. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. I was at Holiday World Surf and Safari because of this is her yeah, annual trip. She wanted to go. Yeah, she's an adrenaline junkie, and yeah. her favorite thing is her and her Ooh, sister go to she's a junkie. I didn't get that from her. That's yeah. so weird. But her and her sister, they, every single year they go to different water parks and they have their favorite water parks. They've done every single one in the nation, pretty much. Right. So, so you think? I mean, I'm not saying you think, but you can at at this age be that person. The average is 49. Or what you can do is you can also be a horrible person and a terrible child to your yes. parent, and you could just toss them in a home and just completely forget about them and not give a crap. I've seen it happen, and it's the worst. Mm-hmm. So, and, and this isn't a rant or a tirade or anything, but don't be that crappy child because guess what? Whether you like it or not, for the 49 years prior to this, they have taken care of you. They have made sure, whether it is indirect Directly or directly, they have made sure that you are still alive. Well, don't put it on everybody that has a parent in a home that they're a bad person. No, 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 not at all. I'm saying you could throw them in a home and forget about them. You, if you have to put your parent in assisted living of some sort yeah. and go and visit them and still take care of them, that's one thing. Okay. But I know people that will put their parent in a home and then go stay there. You could die in here. We'll see you when we see. You. Gotcha. Let's say I had a grandma in a home and oh, uh, I did too. She was an a hole. I, I well, listen, <laughs> okay. She I was had, in a hole. <laughs> I had I had a grandma. I I think but, every one of my grandparents. My dad, my were dad put, and brothers did take care of. And, yeah, and, I think and every sisters. one of my my grandparents were put into some sort of home or assisted living. But we visited and we took care of them. And my mom and dad were there all the time taking care of them. You could be a terrible child by just going, "Here's a home. See you later. Be safe. I'll see you when I see you." It's ridiculous. I mean, family obviously comes yeah. first, but I again, don't it's just cheat one of those things. Where don't, 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 don't be that person. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Traffic you just say weather. don't cheat and bingo. Tony's yes. soapbox. Ah, sorry. I, I didn't even want to do that, but that was intense. Of all subjects, he's, he's going to replay that for his kids sorry. annually. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I did that. I hope you listen, kids. <laughs> he's going to replay it for himself when his dad gets yeah. there. He's like, yeah. oh god. Dad, <laughs> if you don't quit insulting me, I'm just gonna get in the car and press play and go. <sighs> <laughs> listen to yourself. Listen to this. Here, have some free stuff. All right, so a little bit of a contest for you. Here is what we have as far as prizes, and, and I promise it's gonna be much better than the game yesterday, where all you had to do was say what you wanted to win, but yet I didn't say what we were giving away. So. Uh, we do have tickets for Breaking Benjamin and Five Finger Death Punch. That show is just two weeks away. Also there, Nothing More Bad Wolves. That's August 7th at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Also, uh, sold out tickets to Greta Van Fleet. You can win a pair of tickets there. That's next Wednesday at the pageant. And uh, tickets to Manchester Orchestra, which is uh, August 7th at the pageant as well. Tickets on sale for that show. Oh. Uh, 1057thepoint.com. 
uh, on the concert calendar. Bad Wolves. On our board over it here, says some, it says Dad Wolves. Uh, yeah. That's, so, all I've, that's all I've been seeing for days over here. So here, here is how this contest is going to work. Uh, I'm going to, or actually Jeff is going to ask Moon 12 questions. What? 12 questions. And on the phone, all you have to do is uh, guess how many out of 12 Moon will get correct. Price is right rules closest without going over. The questions come directly from the U.S. citizenship test. Okay? Okay. So let's see how well you know America. Okay. All right. We'll go to the phones here. We will load them up. Uh, We'll start things off with uh, Tom from Freeburg. Tom, what's happening? Yellow. All right, Tom. You're doing well, buddy. That was me. Hello, Tom. You there? Hello. All right, Tom. uh, How many do you think, Moon, out of 12, will get correct? I'm going to say six. Six. Sorry, that's incorrect. (laughs) I guess we have to do the game first. Uh, Ryan from Union, what about you? How many think Moon will get right? Nine. Nine. Okay. Thanks, man. Nine. Wrong. Uh, Doug in St. Peter's, how many think Moon will get correct? Uh, Well, I was going to go nine. I'm going to go ten. Ten. All right. And Eli, Eli, how many do you think that uh, Moon will get correct as far as questions from the U.S. citizenship test? Uh, I'm going to go with seven. Seven. All right. Well, see, I, I would have gone strategy there and gone one. Mm-hmm. I would have too, but you're not playing. You're answering the questions here. <clears throat> Jeff Burton. Yep. Twelve questions. Now. These are multiple choice. Okay. Oh, really? Okay, so yeah. since you know the answers and everything. Yeah. What were you? What would you guess? Knowing no, I'm I'm sorry. Knowing the questions, what would you guess? Ooh, boy! You know, I really haven't uh, poured over the questions, but I would have said probably half. Okay. So like six ish. I would have like gone that. ten. Damn. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? I'm, I'm gonna Here disappoint we go. everybody. Question number one. Wait, before you go on, do you think we should give them the multiple choice or no? Yeah. Sure. I, okay. Absolutely. All right. Who signs? Who signs bill to become laws? Is it the Secretary of State, Chief Justice of Supreme of the Supreme Court, the Vice President, or the President? Who signs bills to make them laws? No, uh, we'll just say President. He said President. That is correct, President. So that is one correct out of one. Yep. If anybody's keeping score. I, I am. I actually am. Question number two, what did Susan B. Anthony do? Did she fought for women's rights, founded the Red Cross, first woman elected to the House of Representatives, or made the first flag of the U.S.? Um, Susan B. Anthony, I'm going to say, I think it was number one and two, but I'll, I'll just say B. B founded the Red Cross? Doesn't sound right, but go ahead. The other one was number one, fought for women's rights. Yeah, we'll say Red Cross. You should have said the other one. Fought for women's rights. Unfortunately, that is not correct. Sorry. Question number three. What ocean is on the east coast of the United States? East coast would be the Atlantic. Your choices are (laughs) the Atlantic. Congratulations. You won that one. Or you got that one. Number four here. Who is the commander in chief of the military? Is it the vice president, secretary of defense, the president, President. or the attorney general? President. President. That is correct. You're doing well. Was he at? Three. Three out of four. What do we call the first ten commandments of uh, the amendments to the Constitution? What do we call the first ten <laughs> amendments to the Constitution? Is it the Declaration of Independence? Bill of Rights? Bill of Rights. Bill of Rights is correct. 
You got four. I told you this was much easier than you thought. How many amendments does the Constitution have? Ooh. 10, 23, 21, or 27? Hmm, I want to guess 23 or 27. I'm going to say 27. 27 is correct. What is one right or freedom from the First Amendment? To bear arms, to bear your breasts. <laughs> I made that one up. <laughs> what? To bear arms, to vote, speech, or trial by jury? Um, Speech. Speech is correct. So what are we at? Six. Six. What is the rule of law? Everyone must follow the law. Everyone but the president must follow the law. Government does not have to follow the law, or all laws must be the same in every state. Uh, A. A is correct. Kind of a common Look sense Look at you, one. seven. Tom's out. Sorry, Tom. Here we go. Who did the U.S. fight in World War II? Austria, Japan, and Germany, Soviet Union, Germany, and Italy, Japan, Germany, and Italy, or Japan, China, and Vietnam? C. C is correct. Look at you, man. Japan, Germany, and Italy. Next question. What is one promise you make when you become a U.S. citizen? Is it A, never travel outside of the U.S., B, give up loyalty to all other countries, C, disobey the laws of the U.S., or four, not defend the Constitution and laws of the United States? What was the fourth sentence? Not defend the Constitution and laws of the U.S. Hey, what was B again? B, never travel outside. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Give up loyalty to all other countries. And C was? Disobey the laws of the United States. Wait, this is something that you promise you'll never do? What is one promise you make when you become a U.S. citizen? Never travel outside the U.S., give up loyalty to other countries, disobey the laws of the U.S., or not defend the Constitution and the laws of the U.S.? B is correct. What a terribly written My God, question. it took you forever to get that. Well, that I was like one of the softball sure. ones. Yeah, but there's dumb wording. The that written. was just terrible. Yeah. This is directly from the test. Eli, oh. unfortunately, is out. Two more. When must all men register for the selective service? At any age? Between 18 and 26, at 16, or you do not have to register. Do not have to register. Sorry, that one is incorrect. Between 18 and 26. Really? Yep. Just in case there is a selected service? Correct. Ready? Uh, interesting. Last one. Was he at? Uh, it's been a while since eight. I was that age. <laughs> what do some state have more representatives than... What? What? See, what what do some state have more representatives than other states? <laughs> Oh, why? It should be why. Yeah, why? So why do some states have more representatives than other states? Because ge- geographical size of the state, because of the location, because of the population, because that state's representatives have seniority in the House of Representatives. C. C is correct. That is correct, and that means that you have nine, and that means that Ryan is the winner. Ryan, what's happening, brother? What's going on, guys? Hey, All right, man, so congratulations. What, uh, didn't somebody yeah. guess ten? Yeah, you got nine correct. Oh, I see, I see. You got yeah, you got nine correct. Uh, what do you want? Do you want the Breaking Ben tickets? Do you want Greta yeah. Van Fleet or Manchester Orchestra? Breaking Ben. Breaking Ben. You are going to go see them August seventh at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Putting you on hold there, uh, Moon. You actually know America pretty well, man. Wait a second. Did we do yeah, all twelve? Yeah, think so. And he said ten. You said closest without going over. 
Wait, what? Wait, he no, he you, you got, got nine, nine correct. Right. And number two, the winner got guessed nine. Oh, he did. You oh, got, I'm, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I confused. I thought he guessed ten. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad, guys. Man, you're three. Con- now you're confusing me. Susan B. Anthony. Get out of the country. Did not start traffic and weather. The Red Cross. <laughs> if nothing else, we learned that. Hey, th- Scott, they're saying that he only missed two. Give the, give the, if the guy calls back that was on line three, give him the tickets, too. I, I counted nine, but if you got ten right, then yeah, that's what, did, what did I miss? Susan B. Anthony, and you missed one later. I thought you missed one in the middle, but if you didn't, give hey, him the tickets, too. We got tickets to give away. We just want to give away tickets. We just want to give them away. But uh, you did very well. That's that's about how I thought you would do. Good job, buddy. Thanks, man. The Rosito Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, here's what's going down in the world of music and entertainment. It's Jeff Burton with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger uh, Termite and Pest Solutions, protected people and property from pests for over 50 years. Stormy Daniels, the porn star, the stripper, the supposedly slept with President Trump person. Shockingly, you guys. Is getting a divorce. What? I know. What are, What are your honest thoughts on her? <clears throat> looks wise, looks. person wise, looks. Uh, I'm talking I can looks. do without her. I'm. I mean, she's not ugly, but she doesn't do anything for me. I'm kind of that same way. Yeah. Like I like, and I love how people are like, you know. And of course, it, it doesn't matter what side of the political spectrum you sit on, but people are like, ugh, she's gross. I'm like, I don't, would never say she's gross. I don't think she's the most attractive woman in the world, but mm-hmm. I definitely wouldn't say that she's gross. Maybe what she does or did is gross to some cleanest thing you know i mean i don't know when you say clean what do you mean from an std standpoint no 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 no, no. i mean from from like somebody that would say oh she's gross would look at at porn and go oh that's dirty oh gotcha you know what i'm saying like yeah okay so actually it was her husband who asked for the the divorce believe it or not and he wants her to stay clear of him and their kid if you remember they got a seven-year-old daughter i'm sure you've seen pictures of the two of them together and according to uh the soon-to-be ex-husband who by the way is also a porn star or at least or at least has done some movies i should say he says that she wants to take the kid the seven-year-old daughter on the road with her when she continues her tour which means tour buses with other strippers and stuff like that which is why i wanted to be adopted by her but she said no is that what that means though According to him, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how she travels. I don't know. She yeah, says she's she and her attorney say she's an excellent mother, and the two worlds never collide. But and that, he and says that, he also says that uh, she slept around on him too. That so. very may well be the case. But as a dad, okay, let's say your wife and or ex wife says to you, "Hey, I'm doing this strip club tour where I'm going to different parts of the country, getting naked." And I'm getting hired because of me being a porn star. I'm going to bring little Snowflake with me. Aww. You would probably be like, wait a minute. Right, yeah. But, however, this is a guy coming from the industry who may know what happens and that's why he's hesitant or should know that none of this stuff happens. You don't. You, a seven-year-old in the in the environment of a strip club. Let's say they're on the bus, and it's not like a bunch of professional strippers are sitting around on a bus naked or anything. That's fine. They're clothed. They're doing their business. They're business men and women on the bus and everything. When Stormy is up on stage, where's the kid? Child care, right? Don't they have those at those clubs? Yeah, they, she puts them with a handful of quarters at the arcade. <laughs> the bus driver's babysitting. <laughs> See my point? 
Uh, teen mom and porn actress Farah Abraham is about to get into a real fight for this time because she's getting in a real ring. She signed on to participate in an upcoming celebrity boxing match. She's doing the fight to raise awareness against uh, bullying, which I think would... Uh, her kid might be subject to eventually, I'd imagine. Uh, she just had her first training session. This was yesterday afternoon. Do you guys remember from Baywatch, Jeremy Jackson? Yeah, wasn't he the... Uh, oh, no. Um, was he was he the ho- son. He was Hobie? Hobie. Yeah. No way. Okay, yeah, so yeah. he is now like this big-time celebrity and fitness guy. We get mistaken oh, okay. for each other all the time. It's crazy. <laughs> but I guess he doesn't do any more acting. This is He's got his own place. It's called 10th Planet uh, Jiu-Jitsu in West L.A. there. And he's working with her. And he says that she's very, very serious about it. And she's ready to uh, get punched in the face if she needs to. So who is she going to fight? We don't know. It's either she said she wants to fight somebody from the old Team Mom show or even one of the producers from the show because they've been making her life hell recently. Have you Have you ever... You, I don't think you've ever seen an episode or anything, just uh, clips of it, Teen Mom? Oh, God, no. Uh-uh. What about you guys? Either nope. of you? Nah. So, the, so she was probably one of the few people on that show where I think she legit had a beef with the producers and they showed the producers on like her property and like them screaming at each other and there was an episode where there was a porta potty sitting out of her mansion her brand new house her brand new gorgeous multi-million dollar home and there's a porta potty sitting out there and she starts screaming at him and you hear her say that's why i put this porta potty out here you aren't welcome in my house this is where you use the bathroom who's she saying this to the wow. producer producer of the show wow. the people that pay her all this money to wow. do all this crap oh dude she's gone there have been multiple episodes where she has gone off on the producers called them in the middle of the shooting and been like i quit don't come near me anymore and they're like you signed a contract if you don't complete this we will not pay you and she goes berserk and it's all because she's been allowed to and the other person she's offered to fight is kim kardashian because that'll happen Private investigator who was allegedly following Richard Simmons has been charged with a misdemeanor surveillance crime. This guy's name is Scott Brian Matthews. Uh, was charged with two counts of using an electronic device, uh, tracking device, to determine the location and movement of a person. Apparently, he put some sort of some trailing some sort of trailing device on Richard Simmons. Remember, he's got that driver, that person who takes care of him, that female, like a house, yeah, like a housemaid or a house, whatever. Uh, every time she would leave, especially with him, this tracking device was on there, and he would follow the, uh, follow them around. And uh, Richard Simmons has already filed a civil suit against this guy, saying that a tabloid magazine hired him to track his movements and his appointments and all that kind of stuff, especially possibly with doctors, because if you remember back in the day, everybody was saying he was transitioning. Dude's not transitioning, everybody. Just relax. <laughs> Mila Kunis talked on Dak Shepard's podcast about her relationship with Macaulay Culkin back in the day. She said it was all her fault that everything ended. She didn't treat him right. She did something. She never says exactly what it was, but she screwed up big time. And here's the cool thing. Mila Kunis, just like every other female and every other guy out there, when she suddenly became single, she hoarded out a little bit, which is nice. <laughs> hmm. Sorry, it's loading up here. I don't know what's going on with the computer. They were with each other for a no, long time. No, I up. Like, oh, I was they were. in my 20s. Oh, okay. And I'll be the okay. first to admit it. And that okay. kind of something that took me a long time to come out and be like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I was a d- and yeah. I accept it and I own it now. Yeah. yeah. And it's up what I did. It's up what I did and up how I did it. And so when I got to be single, I was like, I just need to 
figure myself out. Like, I genuinely need to know why I did what I did and, like, regroup myself as a human. And so I just did that. And subsequently, after 6 p.m., was open for business. Okay, but right. I didn't want to date. <laughs> I didn't want to be taken open out to the movies. For, okay. I didn't, well, didn't want to be taken out. Oh, I know, I was like, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to like have time for myself. But then also yeah. be like, you know, let's let me get physical. Yeah. Physical. And that's who the hell is that? That's Dan Shepard. Is that's it Jack really? Shepard. Yeah, it's his podcast. And that's that's uh, Kutcher, right Kutcher in the background. That's right up my Is it really? Yeah. Going, cool story, cool, babe. Yeah, great. <laughs> so you were a horror for how long? Cool, yeah. tell it again. I want to know what she did. I really don't. As far as uh, Macaulay Culkin is what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, you mean like the Like breakup? how she screwed up they were up together for like a decade. Yeah, right? they were together for quite some time. Yeah, and she fully admits, hey, man, I screwed something up. Uh, I, every Time I Die, the band, you guys are familiar oh, with? Oh, yeah, we toured them a bunch. You know Jordan well. Buckley, their guitar player? Yeah. He... Don't tell me he's in trouble. Jordan's no, no, awesome. no, the exact opposite. Okay, I was going to say, I love that dude. He is responsible for one of his fans still being alive. All mean? because of spitting water in this girl's eye. <laughs> so there was a girl in the front what? row, and I don't know if this is something that he does, but he was playing, and he, I guess he had a mouthful of water, and he just did the 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 the, the mountain spit thing. You were just sure? like, up in the air, and she was watching from below, and all of it went all over her face and in her eye. And the next day, she was like, "Man, my eye is still killing me from all this water from this jerk on stage." Blah blah blah. Went to the doctor, found out she had brain cancer, oh had surgery, my. and is still alive. The Gosh. doctor said, "If you wouldn't come in, you'd be dead." Right Wow. Holy cow. Good job, Good Jordan. Yeah. That's awesome. He said, and his quote is, that's why I did that. <laughs> Those guys are awesome. Great follows on uh, on social media as well. Anybody a fan of the Black Crows? Sure. I was a fan back back in the day. I mean, I, I, there is no day for them right now, but you know what I'm saying? Back in the day, like Morica is that the name of the record, right? I don't know. Oh, yeah. the band. Right, so <laughs> Tony, anybody, Tony just pointed to the door. Get the f*** out of here. Anybody who wants the Black Crows to get back together, big, warm, and fuzzy moment is not going to happen. Here's the reason why. Chris Robinson was the singer. His brother, Rich, was the guitar player in the band. So it's long been known that the two of them don't like each other, just don't get along, whatever. Not long ago, Rich, the guitar player, said he doesn't even have a brother anymore. I wouldn't really ever wish to play in the Crows again. Um, it's just... It's too toxic. I don't have a brother anymore. I don't speak to him. We don't speak. Wow. I haven't spoke to him in four years. And I would never want to go down that road again. Ultimately, he wanted everyone's money. He, he felt that he was more important and bigger and better than everyone else. And that's just that's delusional and not the case. And I just felt like it wasn't very righteous to, to live that way. And this is Chris, the lead singer, his brother, responding to that. Listen to this. Did he bring Winnie the Pooh? At the end of the day, I have a band and a career outside of that, and it makes all those guys mad. I mean, they lie about that's not the case. You know, when my brother has to do what he has to do. And, you know, at the end of the day, it must be sad for my brother, you know, because he's doing an interview about his band or whatever, and all people really want to talk about is me and the Black Crows. And, so it must be frustrating for him, and I think that's what you hear. And and trust me, the only thing that, that um, I think my brother has a, a grip on is money. I mean, I don't think he really knows what he's talking about in terms of why he thinks I'm not in the band, but he's got to do what he's got to do, and, uh, you know, it must be difficult for him. I feel bad for him, you know. He's got to do sad. what he's got to do, and I do what I want to do. And, I mean, it's only interesting because of the misery, you know, people like to, oh, my family's 
sucks too or or mine doesn't or whatever that's the only reason that it's kind of interesting you know isn't that crazy He's got to so, do so it. He's got to do it. I'm going to do it. I want to do it. And do's, do's. Everybody's Who's do's. the one that was with uh, Kate Hudson? That was him. Him? What? Are they still together? No. No. no they're long since. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's she's with, pregnant uh, with somebody else's kid now. Yeah, not Bill Bellamy. Whatever they got. Matt Bellamy or whatever. Mike Bellamy? Oh, Matt from uh, from Muse? Yeah, I think they're together now. By the way, the most overused uh, uh, sentence or phrase in the music industry is, at the end of the day. Every manager like starts, they wake up and say that. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and I, I hear that in a lot of uh, like interviews, too. Artists even use that. They're like, oh, dude, it's the, they're like, it's the worst. We sat down and we uh, put our brains together. We put some uh, pen to paper and we wanted to really put out an album that spoke yeah. from our heart. But at the end of the day, we got to put out something for the fans. Okay. <laughs> At the end of the day, man, it's your brand. You know, it's your art. <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm going to go to bed. And that's the American version of the band Oasis. The Gallagher brothers have hated each other forever and very, very public about it. And Liam actually reached out to Noel on Twitter and said, hey, let's get the band back together. Believe it or not. Really? Wow. So they're actually talking. I mean, they're talking the way the Gallagher brothers talk. And it's on Twitter. Does but you never know. Exactly like that. That's exactly I like that. Crappy yeah, birth- <laughs> he said, I'm <laughs> hashtag. If Ozzy's personality was split in two, it's kind of those two guys. From what I can remember, Moon, you've actually toured with this artist. Oh, yeah? Another one? It's Mike Jones. Mike Jones. We didn't tour with him, but we oh, played. We did a show played, with him? Yeah, we played a couple shows. Uh, Scott, I remember, I can't even remember how the conversation came up, but myself and Scott were talking a while back, and he was like, yeah, we were at some weird show where some uh, rapper, and I was like, who? And he couldn't think of it, and I did research for yeah. like three days, and I found out it was Mike Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was uh, It was, It was. was an interesting, it was a college show in Iowa, mm-hmm. and uh, man, really, uh, most of the stories I can't tell. Um, do you do you, rem- do you remember this song? This wait, back then. Oh, is this the back then? Hose, Jones, yeah, back back Jones. then. Hose didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. Oh, that was him. Yeah, and this is yeah. and this is when he gave out his phone number. His That's legit right, phone yeah, number. Yeah, it was two eight one three three zero eight zero zero four. Hit all, Mike Jones up on the low. Yeah, all his t-shirts said who is Mike Jones and had the, had the the phone number yep. on it. I, I don't know why I still know that two eight one three three zero eight zero zero five. Dude, the funny thing is I'll never forget that show because we played with we played with a bunch of rappers, a bunch of those you know variety type festivals. Mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg. I mean, some badass artists. Outkast. Uh, uh, George Clinton, all of that. Mike Jones, I'm fairly certain, only played three songs, maybe, maybe four songs, and a whole bunch of covers yeah. spun. Like he That's didn't what even rap. He's, he's got a song called Cruising in My 6 4, which is literally. It's not him. It's Easy E's cover, but he, every once in a while he'll go, Mike Jones. That, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. The yep. D, he'd go kick a DJ, and the DJ would play an old song from like our era in the 80s. Mm hmm. And then he would just kind of walk, and then he started and ended with the same song. Yeah, probably that song. Which one? The the back then. Yeah. <laughs> and he also had the song still tipping on popos. Yeah, it was so interesting though because those college kids ate it up. Yeah, ate I can, I can imagine. I can imagine. We need to call his number. I, it's disconnected. He disconnected it like immediately. He was like, "Oh my god, people are actually calling," <laughs> and it was over. We gonna do some news? Oh yeah, we gonna do some news. And your news is being brought to you by Club Fitness. This is very interesting, and of course, because even though I'm on this diet, <laughs> still inner fat guy wants me to uh, let you know that this Friday, and mark your calendars, July 27th, Krispy Kreme celebrates its 81st birthday. Wow! And 
They're doing things big. Krispy yeah, Kreme, I think no matter what, they're like, ah, oh, it's Talk Like a Pirate Day. Come in and say R. We'll give you a free donut. They always try and find ways to give out limited time only offerings and uh, celebrating the Big 8-1 with a glazed confetti donut. What? Don't really know what it is, but it sounds delicious. It says it's a vanilla birthday cake inspired dough with confetti sprinkles throughout glazed in classic original glaze and lightly topped with colorful sprinkles. They also are going to do something pretty awesome. On July 27th, if you buy a dozen donuts, you get a second dozen of original glazed for $1. Oh. And hot Krispy Kreme donuts, yeah. I don't know how they stay in business with all the donuts they give away, or they maybe they don't so anymore. Much, I don't know. I, no, they still do. They still do. They give away a ton of donuts for everything. I'm like, they, you could go online and they're like, "Hey guys, just saw a cloud, free dozen donuts." Or if you walk <laughs> in there, it's like, "I just want a small cup of coffee. Here's twelve dozen donuts. Please take for, them." For a successful chain donut place, though, can you imagine the profit margin on a single glazed donut? That's a good point. Oh, I'm sure. It's I mean, crazy. they're your business cards. Yeah. To, to, at a certain point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that that right. is that is very very true. Uh, it also, smells so good in there too. Oh, uh, dude! When, the light, when the light is on, you stop. Anywhere near, uh, like yeah, when because they're the, hot. The the block yeah. will smell like that. Yep, yeah. they sure will. Food news. This is awesome. You can have Chick Fil A on Sundays, and I know it's a joke we always make. But you can seriously have Chick-fil-A on Sundays, because and I'll tell gonna, you how. Because you're going to reheat it. Frozen. Left tell you how. Yeah, Saturday night. Chick-fil-A has just announced that they're going to start selling meal kits, like the ones that you can get from the company Blue Apron, but it's going to taste exactly like Chick-fil-A food. Oh, so it's okay if I work on a large day, but not you? <laughs> if you pick one up at their stores, it'll have all the ingredients for you to cook meals at home, like Dijon chicken, chicken Parmesan, but it's all going to have that Chick-fil-A flavor. I think this is an incredible idea. The kit's going to cost you 16 bucks, and at first they're only going to be available on sale in Atlanta, but they could go nationwide by the end of the year. Can you imagine chicken parmesan with the Chick-fil-A chicken breast? Dude, that's got to be, that's a solid idea right there. Hmm. Yeah, I'm right? down. I'm I mean, come down on. for that. Yeah, yeah it's going to be good. On the bright side, there's no rule that says you can't cook them on Sunday, so you do your thing. I'm not 100% sure I've ever had Chick-fil-A. What? <laughs> yeah. I think I've had the fries. I don't know if I've had... Chick-fil-A sandwiches, the jam, dude. Yeah, I'm telling you. Chick-fil-A sauce, fantastic. Go get you some right now. I know. Every time you talk about it, I feel like I missed out. Yeah, man. You really did. It truly is phenomenal. I'm just not a huge fan. I mean, I, I like it, but I would never say that it's phenomenal and you got to go get some and it's amazing and blah, blah. It's a chicken sandwich. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, honestly. Uh, one, I'm, I'm not bashing on it. I'm, not, I'm just not saying I'm not going to sit here and go, my God. Would you, would you say it's the best chicken sandwich, no. though? Where's the best chicken sandwich? I don't know. I'm just saying. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If, if somebody goes, "What's the best chicken sandwich?" That's that wouldn't be my go-to. I would. I Hardee's would. has got a fantastic chicken sandwich as well. Hardee's does too. But three I different, know. at least three different kinds of chicken. Do they have grilled chicken, Sammy? Where? Who Hardee's or Chick Fil A? Chick Fil A. Oh yeah, they got yeah. grilled chicken nuggets. For real? Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Grilled chicken nuggets, man. They, and they Chick Fil A breakfast is is one of my all-time favorites. That, as well. I was about to say that that bagel. With the, the yeah, the big one is that, insane. Their chicken minis are great. They got this honey glazed bit. Okay, I gotta stop. I gotta as long as you don't mess up chicken, <laughs> as long as you don't mess it up, I'm kind of with 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 Jeff. Chicken's as easy as it gets. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's a, there's something different. There's something. And listen, I'm not knocking on any other restaurant, fast food establishments, fried chicken sandwich. I like them all. I love Hardee's. The Hardee's has got a great one. Burger King's got a really good one, too. Uh, hell, even the McChicken in a pinch is great. But Chick-fil-A does it right, man. They really, truly do. Burger King's the one that kind of has that kind of extra pepper to it. Yeah, and, and an ungodly amount of crunch to it. 
Yeah, yeah. It's almost too much, but it's still delicious. The Thrillist says Burger King's is the best. Uh, see, and it's good. The Tender Crisp. It's tender got, Crisp. It's got the, it's got the flavor. Five, it's got the little like spice. Chick-fil-A isn't even it. in the top seven or eight. They're wrong. I mean, it's just their opinion. I'm not, yeah. I'm not bashing and, and I wa- and, I, and I wonder if they looked at fast food restaurants not like solely. Like, you can't go to Chick-fil-A and get a burger. They only offer chicken. Yeah. Well, just that, says fa- what fast food has the best chicken sandwich? Yeah. I'm sure I would have had it, but doctor's orders for me now is like... No, yeah, no when, when when if you can go back, I'm, I'm gonna buy you your first round of chicken. All right, uh-huh. I like the wow. fries. Wow. Yeah, fries are good. Hey, my uh, doctor said I can't buy a new car anymore. <laughs> no, that no, you're out. No. You're out. Uh, this is sort of food news. A 13 year old boy in England was just charged with assault after he used a straw to fire a French fry at a woman in McDonald's. This this kid was prosecuted after it hit the other customer's face. He put a fry inside of a straw. Spit it! It rocketed right towards this woman's face. She wasn't hurt or anything, and cops actually spent months investigating before charging this teen with assaulting a woman by using a straw to fire a fry, hitting her in the face. Ridiculous! The whole thing eventually was dropped. As long as, and I don't know what this means, Moon. Maybe you do a thing over in England with caution. I think it might be just be an official warning. And apparently this woman got so mad she got into it with the other kids and there was like an actual fight that kind of spilled outside of the restaurant and a couple kids were charged with assault because of this fight that yeah. happened. All because he put a fry in a straw and spit it at a woman. Maybe Down. it's like a legal write-up. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <clears throat> One kid was charged with a pepper instead of assault. Get the f*** out of here! <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't stress that enough. <laughs> <laughs> Off air though, we were doing all the dad the dad jokes yeah, and all that. That's I was really, dying. That is a hundred percent a dad. <laughs> you guys joke. like set him up. I know. And bump set Spike Scott. Bump <laughs> Jeff, set Jeff's Spike. I know he's really, dying over there. He's Jeff's like really loving laughing it. Over there, That's because be, he loves him. He doesn't he doesn't be a part Jeff of is the king of the dad jokes. You <laughs> tell him one it. and he's losing it for years. That's pretty good. Uh, a woman was seen relieving herself on a flight uh while complaining that she was not allowed to use the toilet during takeoff. And according to reports, this plane was fueling up and passengers were told they cannot use the bathroom. And in this footage, this woman is seen squatting against a wall while talking on the phone with her friend. And by her feet are several paper towels and just a giant pool of exactly what you think. On her phone, she says, you have to help me before the flight takes off. I'm peeing in the plane. I asked them if I could use the toilet, but they told me I could not right now. So I'm just peeing in front of them. The woman adds, the woman, uh, the police are coming because it's all my fault. This is all my fault. Cabin crew members in this video can be heard going, are you serious? This is disgusting. You're a grown woman. And then the passenger says, yeah, I know. I did ask. The irony of all this, and this is not a joke. You cannot make this up. It was whiz air. <laughs> no way. Dead to real. Yep. What the heck not, is or whiz not air? whiz air. Yeah. What a bunch of jerks. Who? The people that wouldn't let her pee. Are you serious right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm serious. Let her find her, find somewhere for her to go to the bathroom. All of the passengers were told we're refueling the plane. We okay, cannot get the bathroom. Obviously, and obviously it was an emergency, correct? Uh, but, uh, I don't know. You are the only person on the planet that is on this woman's I, side, uh, by the way. Can you prove that? Dude, every news source is, is this this woman is it's disgusting. it's a news story. She had to pee, Tony. What, okay. What uh, would it do to them if they let her use the toilet? What would? How would it affect their life? I don't know why you are getting so upset about yeah, this. But, but I literally, like the rule is the rule. If if you walk into a plane and they go, "Hey, you can't smoke a cigarette. I really need to smoke a cigarette." That's though. completely different than than having to use a restroom. There have been times where I've had to use the restroom and they go, "Hey, buckle your seatbelts. You can't get and up." Did it suck? Sure, it wasn't the most pleasant thing, but I waited until the seatbelt sign went off, and then you go use the bathroom. And you could wait. She obviously couldn't wait. She obviously had a problem. 
She obviously couldn't hold it, and instead of instead of keeping her from being completely embarrassed and just letting her use the toilet, what would have been wrong? How would it have affected the flight? Well, now it affects the flight because she's peeing uh, in the hallway. Uh, at, uh, exactly. I don't know the rules, so, but there are so rules why set. why not let her use the toilet, and therefore none of this would have happened? I don't know why none they did this would have but, happened. But it's a rule. I mean, you follow rules, correct? If somebody says to you, yeah. you cannot do this, right. you follow that give, rule. What I'm saying is, what's the reason for it? I don't know the reason That's for it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm I don't work in the airline. I, I don't work in the airline that, But industry. what I'm saying is, I would like to know the reason. What would it have done to this plane? For your what safety. Would it have done to, yeah. What would it have done to everybody else if she would have gotten up and used the toilet as opposed to peeing on the ground and then embarrassing her and causing all of this problem? Okay, and I get that. And I want you to watch the video. And I want you to hear the attitude in this woman's voice okay, and then, then we'll talk but, about but, but, it. You, you think she was doing that but to, we, to first kind of all, like I don't think she's talking about it right now. I don't think and she second was. second of all, maybe she has this attitude because we got to Dude, this Dude, why point. are you so fired up right now? Because this is well, he's Hi, got a I have Crohn's disease. I got, I, got, I got that you have Crohn's disease, Jeff, And you also I mean, told me I'm the only one in the entire world? Come well, on. Well, but well, I mean, Jeff. every everybody online. I mean, the, the story has been circulated all throughout social media, Jeff. I understand that. And, and I'm just saying social that- Social media the, is not the real world. Jeff, I get it, all. man. And I don't understand why you are just so- I get the fact that you have Crohn's right. and that this is a bathroom situation. Correct. And so that, then that what don't you get? I don't get why you're so passionate about everything that we've ever talked about on the show. This is like one of the most passionate things you've ever been you about. You just said you just said the reason why because I, I understand have that. Disease. I understand it. But and do you imagine, not think that this may may have been a problem for me in the past, and that maybe is why I'm fired up about? this? I get it, man. I get it. I totally understand why you would be upset about this and De- why you would have concern about this. I get it. But it's almost as if you're attacking me, which no, I don't no, understand. No, no. no, no de- so, 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 devil's advocate. Let's say that Tony um, is explaining a situation in which she did it to spite the airline. Oh, there, then absolutely. There was sure. no sensitivity. I mean, you know, there was no uh, predisposed condition right. here or any of that. Sure. And online, the video may may reveal some sort of attitude or, or, or whatever that's, that shows that maybe she's doing it just to spite him because they wouldn't let her do exactly sure. what she wanted at that time. How do you feel about then, that? Then absolutely. she's If she did it just to... <laughs> Upset everybody? Then right. yeah, for sure. But if this woman had to go to the bathroom so bad that she could not control herself, you're telling me that as opposed to going, okay, fine, since you're going to have to like urinate in the corner here in front of all these people, we'll go ahead and let you use the bathroom. But this isn't really normally the way we do it. But as opposed to you soiling yourself, A, and two, soiling yourself in front of everybody... We'll just let you go ahead and use the bathroom. But everybody else, this is a special case. And yeah, and and we the situation. You're totally right. right here. And I agree. And but we, we don't know. We don't know the situation. And, right. and 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 one of the things that I took away from this, and I didn't even think about. Oh my God, she has a medical condition, or oh my God, she has to pee so bad in the embarrassment. What I thought was, hey, I need to use the bathroom. I'm sorry, we're refueling the plane. We're doing this. No one is allowed to use the bathroom. And she went to hell with it. I'm peeing here then. Yeah. If, if and that and if that that's was the case. That's yeah. the vibe I got from her on the video it could be completely wrong i could be completely wrong but that is the vibe i got and that is why i i agreed with the people going this disgusting woman and, and the, even the crew was like this is disgusting what are you doing you're a grown woman oh wait that's her doing it right there yeah oh i didn't realize she dropped trial like that oh yeah well, she I, might I know what you want her to do she may also know? have not wanted to go somewhere and wanted to get off that flight well hang and on did a whatever second. she could to be she's rebel. not i i 
Maybe I wasn't listening. I thought she was sitting in her seat and she kind of did it in her pants while she was on the phone. Like she's certainly making a scene at this point. And 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 I want to and I yeah exactly. And if that's the case, then hang up the phone. Like that's not a but, scene that happened because someone disallowed you to do something. You then chose to make a scene. So I don't know. I'm 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 in the middle because I don't know all the details. I, and I want to. That's I wanna, the point I'm trying yeah. to make. Everybody's vilifying her. And if you remember, just a couple of days ago, we all vilified her on social media. The guy that got the ball and gave it to the girl next to right. her, as opposed to the kid in front of him. Of course. Then and two t- days later, we find out a different story. I'm just saying, as opposed to just destroying this woman on social media and on the radio, maybe we should figure out exactly what happened here. And and and, and people in the chat room going, Patrico, you're a dumbass. Oh, no, I'm no, not, no, no, no. I'm not no, saying no. that Jeff is incorrect. I was. I was. Little taken aback, I fe- kind of felt like you jumped on me about it. But I totally get your, I totally get your point, one hundred percent. Now, on the flight plans, do you have to notify them if you have health issues or anything like that? I, I don't think you have to, but okay. I think it's a good idea. No, but you, I think if you, if, you know. if she was in this scenario because of a medical condition, she would have said it a time. Or she two. would have said something. Yeah, and I oh, think she's true. apologetic, at least in her words in the text, because like you said, she said, "Oh my gosh, this is all my fault." You know what I mean? She's saying that. Yeah, and that was in transcript. I don't know how that was said. I, I, right. I will, I will have to. Yeah, we'll have to go back and listen to it. And I know we can't because I think she she curses a few times. But we'll let's we'll listen to it and then and then you know may, okay. post it online, post it on the blog, and then uh, make your own judgment there. Uh, but uh, crazy story. I mean, definitely a crazy story. There. And we'll post it. The Rizzuto Show Sports. Say we'll post it so we can hear if she toots at the same time she pees as well. Oh man, why why why? Okay. Stick, with, stick with the dad jokes. Hey. By the way, isn't it funny that the guy that's far, I mean, has literally gone to such lengths for 37 years to not be a dad. I mean, in, in every way, he tells the best dad that's jokes. That's the best dad jokes, yeah. <laughs> that is very true. Hey, uh, real quick, just the uh, just the breaking news that just hit this morning. Just oh. uh, do that. Okay, well, the breaking news is sponsored by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season is going to be bigger. It's going to be better, and it's going to be faster. Breaking news here with uh, your St. Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues announced they've agreed to a one-year $3 million deal with Edmondson, avoiding arbitration. That's right, Joel Edmondson. $3 million, uh, one-year deal. Um, I don't see any really more details, but people are stoked. That's great news. I mean, that's huge news for the Blues. And uh, I think the only piece left of the puzzle is Jordan Schmaltz, or did he sign? I don't know. I can look it up. Yeah, not that I'm seeing. People you know, are excited. What sucks though. about that is that it's one year. Because if he has mm-hmm. another year like he did this past yeah. year, that price is going to go way up. Yep. Uh, real quick, what what happened in the Cardinals game last night, and then we're good. Uh, so Daniel uh, Ponce de Leon pitched a seven no hit innings, seven no hit innings for the Cardinals in his major league debut last night. That's huge. This is a big comeback story, miracle story, really. He nearly got killed by a line drive to the head last year in the minor leagues. His skull was fractured, and he had to have a life-saving surgery after the game. Tony said he's seen the video, and it's just brutal. Uh, it's, it's, it's rough. After my week last week, I kind of don't want to see it. Um, but now, after months of rehab, he pitched seven innings and no-hit ball in his first time on the mound. He was taken out, and then uh, our bullpen uh, ruined it for him. Uh, real quick, another uh, bit of uh, blues news. Captain um, Alex Petrangelo and his wife, Jane, welcomed their third child in the world uh, into the world over the weekend, as well as their second and their first. Congratulations. New parents had triplets, two boys and a girl, Oliver, Theodore, and Evelyn. Congrats to them. That's pretty awesome. There's some other news, and it'll be up on the blog if you'd like to see it. There you have it. I'm Moon, and that's sports. And remember, kid, there's heroes and there's legends. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Follow your heart, kid, and you'll never go wrong. 
Rizzuto on 105.7 The Point. All right, I think we need to get the hells out of here before we kill each other over oh, peeing on a plane. Riz is back tomorrow, thank God, and uh, he will be here the full show in effect. I know, Jeff, you have some gigs coming up. I know Friday and Sunday. Friday you are at... Scarlet's. Scarlet's. Yeah, and then on uh, Sunday I'm at uh, Travers in Eureka. Okay, and I know that uh, we're making real or fake picks tomorrow. Yeah, uh, you can see the uh, picks in question right now, 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Uh, speaking of real or fake, uh, Donnie Fandango's 28-hour radiothon, that starts on Thursday at 10 a.m. Also starting Thursday at 10 a.m., myself, Moon, Jeff Burton, locked inside of the Ginghams, 94 and 70, uh, right there. We really encourage you guys to come on out, hang out with us. We're going to be taking donations for the Radiothon. Um, we're also going to be, and this is awesome, uh, we're going to be chatting with Donnie like overnight and things like that. So we'll be able to pop in yeah. and broadcast live with Donnie during the Radiothon, and then we'll pass the baton to him, and he'll do his final four hours to wrap up the 28. Speaking of passing, we're basically going to be passing the adrenaline back and forth oh, you know because yeah. we're yeah, gonna be trying gonna to keep him up yeah who's keeping who up right yeah <laughs> come on donnie get out let's go man Woo, yeah, right and it's there o- with you it's open to the public so and gingham's is open 24, 24 hours, hours so man. we encourage you to come stop by say hey and again we will be taking donations there and uh super stoked that gingham's has stepped up and 20 percent off of every check from when we are there we'll go to ronald mcdonald house charities That's and huge. it all stays yeah. local they're so, such nice so people great. too man thank you to gingham's. it's fantastic and i can't wait to eat there yeah dude hell yeah uh, we got to say a big what's up and a big thank you to the Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day, Kim Edelman. And yeah, Kim. Way to go, She Kim. wants to hear this song by this group. Riz is back tomorrow. See you guys. Goodbye. Energy up. Bye. 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 This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.